Welcome to Drunk Tank, we got some things that stunk And some of it is sneezes, punches like a skunk Jeff's a fan favorite and gives the podcast flavor Burn with a turn, get so mad you think he has a hernia Joel is awesome, but he isn't always fun Nobody likes Jack, so he might as well be gone Drunk Tank There's... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I gotta comment on that. That guy's like, I, I, I want to rap, but I don't want to commit to getting out of bed. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> this Rooster Teeth podcast is brought to you by Bing. Only Bing now integrates information from your friends on Facebook and experts on Twitter, so you can tap into their knowledge and opinions and spend less time searching and more time doing. Now, search goes social. Check it out at Bing.com. This podcast is also brought to you by Audible.com, the Internet's leading provider of audiobooks with more than 100,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature, including fiction, nonfiction, and periodicals. For a free audiobook of your choice, go to audiblepodcast.com slash roosterteeth. How you guys doing? Top notch. It's a podcast. That was it's a Dylan podcast. 33X from the site with the theme song this week. More like Dylan 33 I didn't test my headphones. Didn't like, didn't E3, uh, didn't the uh, Xbox keynote have an announcement about Bing? My smoking crack? Uh, that was, uh, yeah, for the, on the, Xbox. on the Xbox itself, yeah. Yeah. They're improving, I guess, like search, so you can use the Kinect for voice search. That's cool. Yeah, they're also going to put Internet Explorer on the Xbox this year. Did you see what website they used to demonstrate Internet Explorer on the Xbox. No, what did they, they use? They used the Aston Martin website. Oh, no, 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 that <laughs> no, was different. That, that was it? That, was, that wasn't the no, website. No, that was something else. Oh. Yeah, that was something else. But I still, that, nothing wrong with that. Nothing apparently no one Martin. in America has heard of Aston Martin. Nobody, you know, nobody would recognize one of on the street. all the car no, that's ridiculous. I know. Why would they choose Aston Martin? Because they're great. Because they're amazing. Gavin, Gavin was in my office, we were watching that stream, and he like shot his hands up in victory and started looking around <laughs> for like some kind of uh, acknowledgement. I have, something, I have something terrible to tell you, Gavin. Okay. No one at Aston Martin cares about you. No, but it's just another kind of strange coincidence. That's yeah, kind of what a small one. Of that? What are the chances there? Like if they show a car company, why Why got, are you advertising Aston Martin? I got two you, you wonder if Aston Martin gave them some money or something? Maybe I would some be pretty connection? sure they did. I would yeah. think so. Dude. But I mean, why would Aston Martin not that it's not a great Re- reaching out, Reaching out to the youth. I don't know. What's the average uh, age of a gamer nowadays? What's the average age of an Aston Martin owner? <laughs> like 80? That's why I want one now, though. You what? understand, right? Every, all you see is like silver-haired old dudes in Aston all right, Martin. Well, they, you they, want they, one they now have, because they're they have, awesome and it's now. They have, a branding, now. they have a branding problem. Because it's like if you're thinking they're only 80-year-old drivers, that's a branding problem. Are they still a British car company or have they been euthanized? <laughs> have they been purchased by yeah, a car manufacturer I in India? China yet? Yeah, it's a good question. It's only a matter of time, probably. Right, like, is it, doesn't, isn't Range Rover owned by or Land Rover now owned by Tata in from India? Yeah, that's right. It's, Tata, it's, yeah, Tata yeah. Motors, right? Okay, They're, you're laughing now. You're taking <laughs> over the world. You're laughing. They probably own. They probably fucking own Aston Martin too. No, yeah. What? Who owns Jaguar? Don't they also own it? I thought Ford. I don't no, know. No, no, Ford used to own used it. To, but I think they, I they got rid of it when they. they yeah, when the hard times hit, I can't even keep track. That's that's why I'm, you should be afraid to buy one because like the engines engines inside those things change every like three years. <laughs> it seems like you know. So you using our newest sponsor, Bing.com. I looked up uh, Aston Martin and Xbox to see if I can find out what it is, and I came up with there's an ad download where you can get an Aston Martin uh, Virage. Is that the name of that? Is that how you say that? Is it? Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Kevin. Uh, <laughs> Kevin. Kevin doesn't know enough about the car. All he knows is he wants one. He doesn't know anything about them. I just um, think it'd be a really funny first car. It'd be hilarious. Oh, it's right. You'd never have had a car. Yeah, that's I a never fucking riot. I'm laughing thinking about it. You're <laughs> right. That is fucking hilarious. Maybe he talks weird. about it long enough will happen. Anyway, it's one you can download for Forza. So you could get that as your yep. first car. Here you go. It is... I'll get, I'll get I'll 160 get. points, and you can have that car. <laughs> it's all yours. Do they have any Mybox on there? I'll <laughs> take one of those. We do. saw one of those once, didn't we? 
I've seen, yeah, it, it's, it's rare. I feel like I see like one a I year. I saw one with you. I didn't know what it was until you told me about so it. This is the, I would love to have gotten like a DB9, but where do you get it serviced and how does that go? You just drive it to England. <laughs> it's easy, right across the ocean. You know, there's a funny thing too because um, do you guys watch Mad Men at all? Mm-mm. Right now in Mad Men, the ad agency is trying to get – no spoilers here. The ad agency is trying to get a campaign with Jaguar, which some people say is – Jaguar. 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 Or Jaguar. Jaguar. Um, Jaguar? Is that how you say it? Jaguar. Yeah, you should hear how he says – I don't want to say it because it will it'll take away from it. But you should hear the way Gavin says Peugeot. Say Peugeot. Peugeot. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the drive one of, of your life. That's one of your R's. But um, and he also, the car companies in general are pronounced much differently in the UK, like Nissan and. Well, you say Nissan. Yeah, I say Nissan, and you you also say like Hyundai or something. What do you say? What do you say? Hyundai. Why you adding all the syllables? There's no, there's that's how it's spelled. Isn't it Korean? That's how like they pronounce doing, it. Like some karate yeah, chop move. I know when he says oh, it. Oh, no. <laughs> when he oh. says it, I expect him to kick one of his shoes at me. <laughs> right oh man, I kung shoot Gavin the other week right in the fucking throat. I love the fact that you've never kung shoot me before. I've never kung shoot anyone. Bernie kung shoots me constantly. He never hits, hits me in the face. You hit me right in the throat. I was like, <laughs> it made the, it made the most sh- disgusting sound. <laughs> Miles joined in as well. Miles does his first kung show me. Hits me right in the forehead. <laughs> you and I have never hit each other in the face we're or just, the head. We're just terrible aims. Everyone else is much better at kung shoot than we are. <laughs> We've been playing it for five years. It's like first time beginner's luck. So Gavin and I were talking about uh, coincidences last time, mm-hmm. I think, or two podcasts ago, when yeah. we're convinced that we're dead and yeah. living in some kind it's of... It's a shame. I'm, I'm upset that I'm dead, to be honest. I so think I had a lot going for me. We <laughs> had yet another one this week. Like, Gavin and I hang out on average about one night a week, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, one or two nights a week. So it's not like we're together all the time. So some of these little things, like this Aston Martin thing, because we've talked about Aston Martin, the we- it was weird that it showed up on Xbox, but not really no. a coincidence. I got tweeted a hundred times about it, though. I know. <laughs> I know. The... um. But we were in New York for the Men in Black premiere that we went to, and mm-hmm. we were just wandering around before we had to go to it. And we were standing on the street corner, and there was a girl who was very clearly a ballet dancer, just by the way she was dressed. The, the shape was she of walking around on tiptoes? Yeah. She might as well have been for the way she looked. And I and I said to Gavin, I said, <clears throat> um, you know, it's one of the things that's cool about New York is like there's everything here. Like Austin has a lot of arts, theater, music, what we do, film. Whatever it is that we do, but we yeah, whatever yeah, that's our category. Whatever the hell we do, but um, there's no dance. Like I've never in my life met anyone in Austin who's a dancer, and mm. I've been here for 16 years, and I've never met well, I've met dancers, but you know, not like a <laughs> uh, ballet dancer. Easy, 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 yeah. And um, there's an offhand comment that I threw out. Anyway, so we were at the Grackle. Mm-hmm. What night? Tuesday night? I don't know. I've been there twice this week. I think I have a problem. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I was there with Gavin, and we were just sitting there talking, and we were there probably about an hour and a half, just John drinking, all that. And we got to talking about Jen Brown, who plays Carolina mm-hmm. in Red vs. Blue. And then I mentioned her friend, Kelly Bland, who I, and who makes a show, this online show called Weatherman, Weatherman with Kelly Bland. And I, she just kind of came up in, in conversation. And I was talking about her. I said, have you ever met Kelly Bland before? He goes, no, I never have. Two minutes later, she walks in the front door. She walks <laughs> is she from the, Austin? Yeah, Kelly okay, Bland okay. is from Austin. She walks in the front door of the bar. I'm like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> so we go over and join um, Kelly Bland and her friend, Jennifer, right? Yeah. Who was with her? And we were just talking with him. We get to know Jennifer. We say, Jennifer, what, what do you do? She goes, I'm a dancer. And I was like, are you kidding me? She goes, yeah, I'm a choreographer. And I was like, I just told Gavin last time we were together that there's no choreographers and dancers 
in Austin at all. She goes, she goes, yeah, I just moved here from New York. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? How is this possible? How is that possible? We mentioned Kelly Bland's name. She shows up, and she shows up with a dancer from New York. Who I, just do you off. think that Kelly Bland was somewhere in the area, and then you brought her up, and she was like, like, like subconsciously, like you sent out that brainwave. She's like, yeah. I must go to well, Grackle. I must have given off a really weird first impression as well, because you, you were like amazed. You introduced me, and you were like, Gavin, this is Kelly. And I was like, instead of going nice to me, I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what seriously? The secret plot to drive you crazy is slowly underway. There's yeah. a, there's a, and, and the only reason I know this is because I used to walk by it all the time. But there's actually a ballet school uh, in downtown Austin over by the 360 condo. Right. Uh, right. I, I, I know because I would walk to eat lunch at that Blue Cafe in the, right. at the base of the and 360. Never actually seen anyone walk in or out of the building ever because no. they're all in but New York. But yeah, there's a studio there's down a, there. There's a gate. You go in the time wormhole that goes right to New York City. A time wormhole? Time wormhole. I just like the idea of Joel hanging out outside the ballet school. <laughs> I watch it for hours and no one and goes it Slowly close the blinds on you. <laughs> and it's kind of a fucked up <laughs> thing. <laughs> like, one of the, the entire wall facing the street is all glass. And, yeah. like the, and they have like the, right. the pole there where they're all stretching. And uh, Which you've never actually seen anyone inside yeah, but through, it's, through, it's, the, through the giant glass It's normally wall. pretty empty. Maybe they're, maybe they're hoping have you ever seen anyone up. in there ever? No, I've seen people in there. No, you're lying. Yeah. All right. You know, pretty much though, if you change the posters on the wall in a ballet studio, you have a dojo, right? I mean, it's pretty much the same exact thing. Except you just like put like it's a universal. Instead, instead of taking your shoes off, you have to put special shoes on. <laughs> exactly. It's like a little different. Instead of Barishnikov, you have Bruce Lee posters, and then there you go. Yeah. No. That. Yeah. That works. Put a yin yang on the wall. Do you know, yin yang symbol called anything? Is it called the yin yang? There's got to be. There's got to be a legitimate. You know, they, um, Karate Kid and Karate Kid Two are available streaming on Netflix. Speaking of dojos, so I, I rewatched those this past weekend. <laughs> oh my god! Why would you do that? Because it was funny. Uh, and the funny thing about Karate Kid 2 is they don't have Elizabeth Shue, they don't have Ralph Macchio's mom, so they always talk, well, they, he breaks up with Elizabeth Shue right at the beginning of the movie, and then they always talk oh, about Ralph Macchio. was she in? No. Oh, right, they refer right, to her right, off screen. Right, right. That happens quite a bit. And they right? always refer to Ralph Macchio's mom like she's just off camera or in the other room. <laughs> hey, yeah, mom! I, I was just talking to my mom, I walked in here. <laughs> what, they couldn't afford to bring them back to mom after I don't know. the first movie? I don't know. Like, I guess they didn't matter to them because they go to they go to that's Okinawa always, so that's, early that's in the movie. It's always awkward. Yeah. Like, was it like that with the Transformers? I didn't see the last Transformers movie, but I, I guess I couldn't get Megan Fox, so it's just like, uh, now yeah. some other girl? Yeah. It's just like, never mind. Now here's, it, was it the same role? I don't even no, know. It was, it was, it was same, a different character. It was a different character? Yeah, the same and, role. And they, is it, they like a soap to, opera where it's like, now it's this person. They refer to Megan Fox's character being like a, a bitch or something, so I, um, I guess it didn't, it didn't go well negotiating. Sure, it's sad that my last girlfriend got run over by a Transformer. Anyway, on to the next plot. She transformed into a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> they recently did that same thing in a in another new movie. They did that in Avengers with Natalie Portman. Oh, they, they, yeah, showed they showed the Thor. They showed the picture. Did, yeah, they showed her. They that was, showed that Thor was, picture of her. That was the one thing that uh, said bothered Jack. It was like, come on, just just put some video in there at least. Come on, make it. You know, it's, it's I like Natalie it. Portman. I like it when they changed the casting of someone and then try, try and explain it. You may as well just not mention it. Like they did it in the in the Matrix when that woman died, the Oracle. They replaced her with some other. Woman. Oh right! But yeah. then they wrote it in as like a big thing. It's just like she can change what she looks like or something. And yeah. I, I have to be honest with you. If they hadn't, if they had, had not pointed it out, would you have even noticed? Well, well you're, you're you're too busy being overwhelmed with the terribleness <laughs> of the. I mean, was there anything that went right in the in the last two scripts of that? The, the yes, burly, it was pretty bad. <laughs> the burly brawl was pretty cool. The, I, I remember sitting and watching that movie during that weird dance scene that they had in the second movie, and it was oh, like, yeah. "All right, this is going to lead up to something. This is going to mean no, for something. Me, for me, it was, was going to be a payoff, right? It was, it was the, gonna be, it just went on and on. It was and the on. cherry pie sequence of the Merovingian, where it's like, 
what you, am I watching? Oh yeah, it's, it's, it's you always are not in like, kidding. You that was that was one of the worst things I've ever seen on a theater was, screen there, ever. There's always that mo- there that moment in a movie where it's a terrible movie and you realize, oh well, this is a terrible movie. Yeah. Where you can revive well, you refine it out of that one moment. Yeah, for me, it's, it's it's like a moment like that, and I think it was the cherry pie scene. It's like where I'm sitting there in the theater and like that happens. Then my first instinct is I look at my watch. It's like how much of this movie's left? <laughs> Have you ever walked out of a movie? Um, I have. I'm sure I have. I can't think of a movie I'd walked out of before. Have you? I walked out of a movie? Yeah. I walked out of the last 15 seconds of Con Air just to say that I did. I'm like, I have to leave before the credits just to say I walked out of this movie. It's that bad. And so and Matt stayed and watched the I've seen. I, you've seen worse movies than Con Air, though, right? At least you know what that's going to be. Yeah. I watched, walked out on – actually, I, I had a lot of people in it that I like. It had Heather Graham and Robert Downey Jr. in it, but before he kind of had made his comeback, uh, it was a – a movie called Two Girls and a Guy, and I think it had Natalie Wood's daughter in it. And I literally like walked back. I wanted my money back. Yeah, was, that, that was going to be my follow up question. Have you ever yeah. gotten so upset in the movie that you've wanted your ticket refunded? Mm-hmm. I've never, I've never gotten to that. I don't know that, Meet, does that ever work? They don't do it. They just give you a rain check. Meet the they Spartans. Do well, like they give you like a like a, a pass for another movie. Mm-hmm. They just give me they gave me like these red tickets to come back to that movie theater later. How, I said how? you don't understand. I don't want my money going to this movie. How, how does that <laughs> how does that work? Do do the movie theaters? I'm not sure how, what that relationship. Is like I guess a well, just buy the movie from the from the studios or I, re- I really don't know. You know what I'm saying? I've heard. Go ahead. No other movie will ever start with two girls ever again. By the way, oh, because of yeah. the infamous two girls one cup video. Infamous. Oh. Do we have a two girls and a guy was came out in '98 and it made two million dollars. Two million dollars, and I'm about. Twenty bucks to that. I was on a date. <laughs> Damn it! Wow. Yeah, that sucked. Two million dollars. That's that's wow. That's, that's pretty low. How much do you think Karate Kid made in its theatrical run? That's a. I'm great, gonna guess. It's a good question. That's right? a great I'm gonna question. guess seventy million. I'm really proud of myself. It's, it's, that movie's two hours and twenty minutes. Yeah, that, that movie's long. That's the other thing I discovered when watching it. That movie's <laughs> fucking long. Wow. And well, there's no. We, we, we've talked about like you've seen a movie as a kid. You like the movie. You go back. You see the movie. It's terrible, right? Mm-hmm. Now, if you now if there's a movie that you saw as a kid that was mediocre. Oh, that's gonna be nope, like a car wreck. I had to, I had to be, apologize. I looked up the new Karate Kid. Hold on one second. Look at the original mm-hmm. Karate Kid. Uh, yeah, like uh, Daniel doesn't realize he learns karate with, until there's like only thirty minutes in the movie left. <laughs> it's like wow. There's like realize. whole sequences like oh I my god about this. I know kung fu. <laughs> Like the, the, the actual the, tournament, there's the Matrix the, guy, the, the actual, Matrix and the, and the Karate Kid are the same movie. How the actual anyone? tournament and the fighting is so quick in that movie. How much did it make? It's two hours and ten minutes. The original, and it came out in 1984. Probably, I mean, you know Karate Kid. Right? I've never seen it. You never seen, it, but you know it's like one of those. Uh, how much? I know, it's, I know it's a big deal. Yeah. Me, I have to know. Ninety-one million dollars. Total. Wow. That's so a, that's so a what's lot. That, what's that in per, 84? What's that per minute? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, Jill. Um, I need a bottle opener. All time domestic. It's I can uh, do it with my it, key. I got it. Yeah, I do my key. Got it. Joel's drinking Corona again today, which we are not sponsored by. <laughs> he brought the Corona on his own. It's still in the bag from the place you bought it. I'm sorry I missed the tequila. What is festival? I'm we're, sorry we're, not, we're not sorry you missed it. That was, uh, it would have been good. It would have been good to have you here. That was a rough day after that. I didn't get much done. Yeah, that's that's always – that's, and I can't afford to I, – I, I don't know. Yeah, we're, 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 next time we're doing those in the afternoon. Like before <laughs> we, we call it quit for the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, a, go. that's a good idea. Thank <laughs> you. I drink Corona without a lime. How do you do that? It's definitely better with a lime. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's definitely better with. Lime. You know what though? It's I always get made fun of when I when I ask for Corona. Who are you My hanging out? Who are you hanging out with? Who makes fun of you? Jeff, the bartenders <laughs> that make fun of you. Apparently, well, Jeff, like well, Jeff's going to make fun of you. Drink. Jeff's going to make fun of you no matter what you do. Yeah, you, you've. I mean, you probably figured that out. I have. I live yeah. with a guy. Yeah, how's that going? It's great. <laughs> you know what I think about Corona is is that it's always I realize 
the getting the lime, I'm basically using an entire lime for one slice, and then why do they use, sell limes by the slice? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or they should sell smaller limes. I don't want to use a key lime, yeah, but, but I feel like I'm wasting always half a lime because I'm not going to drink enough beer to go through an entire I mean, just lime drink more beer of slices. Drink, no. drink more beer. That's the easy solution. You're worried about wasting lime when you waste every. Dr- I, I I went around and filmed all of your coke cans yesterday. Nah, you had about three. Yeah, you've done that for a very long time. You're you're an expert yeah, of like. Enough, open you, up a well, I understand that. I've done it. You. I want to drink that. Coke in shots. Here, here should have shot glasses. Here's, here's, here's going to be the end game here, the ultimate goal. Now that we have the annex, I can't wait till we find the trail of empty Coke cans on the way, walking <laughs> from here to the annex. It's going to be like on cars, in the middle of the parking lot. So Joe the in Cat the is over at the annex. Joe the Cat is yeah. back. I'm Which so is excited. Which is fantastic, but now he has lots of places to hide, yeah. and there's dangerous pointy no, no. equipment in you there. You just call him and he comes. He's How? not going to live long. How He's often fine. do you go and there's, give him rubs? What's that? How often do you go and give him rubs? Um, have you even been over there? I don't think I've, I've seen been, you. I, I go over there like once a day, mainly to talk to Brandon. But if I have a long render, cat. like I'll render a Let's Play, it's just like, ooh, I'm going to go to the cat. <laughs> he's, he's so awesome. I feel bad. You know, I wonder if he misses the dog. No, he's doing great. He had that first day where he meowed a little bit and he was getting adjusted, but now he's like in yeah, heaven. The first day he was hiding in the scissor lift. That kind of stuff. He's also pretty active on Twitter as well, we've discovered. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know who's running that. <laughs> I have no idea. Scissor lift, you almost couldn't design a more dangerous piece of equipment. It's like interlocking pieces of metal. And electricity. Two feet and electricity yeah. that are basically uncompromising. It's like, that's got to be the most dangerous. D- DC batteries. That's about as bad as it gets. He's going to touch two terminals and I, explode. I saw a guy... Uh, on a set, almost hang himself yeah. from a I've scissor seen, lift. I've like, you wrap the rope and it's like, oh, God, help. And I remember, oh, God, help. The guy's shouting at the top and he's at the top of the scissor lift. And he had rope wrapped around him somehow around his neck. And someone started lowering the scissor lift. And he was on the other side of the controls. And it's just like, that was. It's a good job. It was rope. Usually it's chains and stuff up in the top of sets. But I, I was once, you know, they when they're driving, you can drive them when they're up and they will, will beep right. and stuff. It's like, beep. And they're loud as hell. I was on set once and I just heard, like, beep. Uh-huh. I was, get out of the way! And all the, of a sudden, and I and heard they, a tremendous like clatter of pipes and chains, and yeah. then the beeping stopped. Yeah, and there was no one up there. I was like, "Where did the guy go? He knocked himself out on one of the bars and just collapsed." Oh, oh my god! See, that's the thing. The beeping, people like get attuned to hearing the beeping yeah. and just tune it out. Yeah, like, right. after a anything, while, it, just, it just doesn't matter. It should everything that's like that should have a different beep every time it beeps. It, it should be a modulating uh, beep sequence. Yes. It's like a different sequence. Well, Look at you. Okay, thanks, Einstein. <laughs> we were going to the airport. Gus, you could probably answer this question or give us a good estimate. How many times a day do you think that cart hits people? That oh, runs? my God. They we drive, were talking about that, yeah. right? They drive that cart through crowds and they just go, excuse the cart, excuse cart, the cart. They don't, cart, give, they don't give a shit. Cart. I mean, it never has the differential of speed of a vehicle versus the traffic around <laughs> it being been higher. That thing also has a beep, which I tune out all the time. Yeah. Like, and then when they, well, I hear them like, excuse me, cart, like, oh, yeah, there's a beeping noise behind me, isn't there? <laughs> I, I'm not sure that I get the whole cart thing. It's just sort of like injured people, whatever. I saw so, the other day. I don't think you should be allowed to fly. The last time, I think we should. Just, if you can't <laughs> walk onto the plane, you're saying. Yeah. The last time I was, uh, I had a, a layover in Houston, which is the last time I flew. I saw someone get denar- denied entrance onto the cart. Really? What happened? So, uh, how do you get denied entrance? Onto like the someone cart? was like, "Oh, I need to go to gate, whatever. Uh, can you give me a ride?" Mm. The person in the cart was like. Are you disabled? He's like, no, I just want to get over there. He's like, nope, sorry, sir, can't give you a ride. And just drove off. Wow. There was no one else on the cart. This person had nothing going on. Denied this guy entrance onto the cart and just drove off. That's, that was awful. <laughs> All right, I feel like I should reveal why I don't drink 
But like, I don't drink all my Coke. My Coke Zero is what I drink, and why I don't. Why are your eyes watering? Oh, you're you're, pro- you're, you're <laughs> remembering the story. Kind of terrible. You'll, you'll understand when I tell the whole story. Your problem predates Coke Zero, by uh, the way. But okay, whatever. So the reason was when I set something down, I can no longer identify it as my can or my cup. It's written off in my mind. And also the other thing is too, when people bring in goddamn cupcakes. <laughs> that sounds so ungrateful. But when people bring cake or cupcakes or whatever, I want to try it, and I will take a cupcake, and I will take a bite of the cupcake, and then I will throw it away. Well, this is, this is the thing about cupcakes. You don't need the whole cupcake. I told. Uh, it's the same with the muffin. Just eat the top. You're done. Or I just want to try it. I like. Yeah, your cupcake's great, and then you throw it away. And like you're, you're wasting it. It's like, what's more wasteful to toss it in the trash can or to put it in my body? This horrible thing, and then have to burn it off. I mean, it's like it's actually less wasteful for me to throw it away. I know that sounds weird, but am I less important than the trash can? You know, I mean, it's like I got to burn it through my body that, to, that, to that satisfy you. Like, uh, cupcake stuff will be like a good biodegradable fuel for like the environment in the in the in the garbage bin would be better place than like my midsection yeah yeah right like is my purpose of like, my body is to convert your stuff into- like if it, if it provides 0. 0.007 <laughs> energy to some plant that hasn't been born yet that's better yeah so when i was in college one time we were at south padre island and we had some kegs out at the beach. Where's that? We were drinking. It's a beach. It's, it's like, like a corpus. spring day. It's a spring break destination mm-hmm. in Texas. A lot of people from all over the country come down because college students all have the same week off and they just head for the coast. And mm-hmm. we're one of the closest coasts for a lot of people in the middle of the country. And, and Corpus Christi, by the way, if you can picture like a medical waste needle in the sand, that's Corpus Christi. <laughs> a medical waste needle. The Gulf Coast of Texas is not the most attractive. If you can just picture like... It's pretty far on the most on the least attractive medical list. Medical needle pointing up out of the sand. That's- most people would think of it as like a lake, yeah, yeah. with either oil... Tar washing up on sand or medical needles, like Joel's talking about. So you were in South Padre Island. And so I'm with my buddies and we're drinking, and I'm drinking my cup of beer. And you get pretty drunk, and then I go back to my cup of beer on the tailgate, and I pick it up and drink it. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't a cup of beer. Yeah. It was a spit cup. Somebody had been chewing tobacco oh, and spitting in God. it. Yeah, and it was somebody else's spit cup. It wasn't mine. <laughs> yeah, this is why you can't hang out. Can't hang out with those guys. And, can't hang out with those. Guys. Yeah, but I'm not sure it was just one person's spit cup. It might have been. A oh, no. <laughs> oh God! And I hate to tell you this, but I was drunk enough to where I figured this out on the second swallow. Oh, <laughs> oh. so so God. there's nothing it's quite. Swallow. Like, swallow. It's swallow. It. There's oh. nothing quite like the experience oh, God. of realizing you're drinking oh. stuff. Oh. If I were you, when I was drinking stuff from after that, I would like chain it to my wrist to make sure it never leaves God. my grasp. So now you know, after all these years, why I leave Coke cans around. That's it's, disgusting. <laughs> that wow. was the worst part. The worst part was that I realized that I went, oh no, and I pulled it away. And I, oh. <laughs> I had a string. <laughs> you got the saliva stream connecting you to the cup. Somebody else's saliva stream. Gavin is in the corner in the fetal position now. There's nothing worse than the string. He might be, he might be throwing up. There's not, when you have the string, it's like watching a scene out of Alien. And it had been, like in, the, it had been in the cup for a while, so it was like cold spit, so it was like a really oh. tough string. I had to like bat at it with my freaking it wouldn't break. Yeah, we're uh, hitting, it, hitting it away trying to get rid of it. God, that is disgusting. God damn. <laughs> my nose and eyes are running from trying to hold. Oh. You, just, you just asked me, why are my eyes watering? I've been the ghost. I was thinking of this story. I was just like the horror of... I think, just, 
Even I'm yes. pleasing what now. What color was it? God, that is <laughs> terrible. <laughs> That's awful. That's See, awful. I just wouldn't hang out with people who do chew anymore. Or yeah, spit. I'm That's with you. Brutal. It's that thing, a spit cup. Yeah. When you, when you spit in a cup? When you're chewing tobacco, you got to have a place to spit it. Why don't you gob it on the ground? <laughs> well, you go, but then you're like, surrounded by... eyes. <laughs> <laughs> It's better to have it in a centralized yeah, when you're, location, you're on the beach, that way your can drink out of it. Everyone's, you're on the beach, everyone's walking around in bare feet, you have people stepping in your oh my spit. God. You think someone will see it in a cup and know not to drink it. <laughs> not Bernie Burns. He's going to let that stop him. That's brutal. See, now I'm two sip Bernie Burns. Now I'm more careful. That's, <laughs> oh, yeah. that's brutal. That is, just, that is terrible. <laughs> it's awful. That's probably the worst thing that's ever happened so to you, like probably. You, that's, it was pretty traumatizing. That's like the equivalent of like French kissing all your dude friends. Oh my butt! <laughs> yeah, yeah. I really it's like drinking someone's tongue. I really Disgusting. <laughs> Gross. Gross. It's like it's 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 not only it's not just as bad as drinking their spit. You're drinking something that was in their mouth that they didn't want to swallow. Like they don't want and that in has, their body. And then it has ruminated. Yeah, and oh. it's sat there mixed with other people's. Right, and you're like, okay, that's good enough for me. Shit. Well, I mean, this is going to cure me of drinking anything. Yeah. <laughs> that string. Oh, oh. my dream. Oh, string. Well, luckily, the beer you're drinking is in a clear bottle, Joel, so you can be sure that there's <laughs> nothing else in there. That's awful. The string is the worst. <laughs> that, that's the worst thing that could happen to you. Good you ever anything like that happen to you, Gav? No, I'm just I'm tr- I'm just focusing on trying not to throw up. Oh, what's, okay. what's the worst right thing that's ever happened to you? Um, I was on... <laughs> it was a bad morning. I was on set, on the set of Sherlock Holmes. And uh, the toilets on set, you know, there's trucks with no. honey wagons. Yeah, they're big fair. trucks. And they have toilets. And like, yeah. so we're, we're talking like six a.m. It's freezing cold. We did it in winter, and it's muddy. And I just slipped in mud, and like I slipped down onto my knee, and I had like mud worm on my legs and stuff. So I went to the toilet and like cleaned myself off. And then I was I was in there, so I was like, I have a quick toozy. So I sat, <laughs> sat down. Stories of your bed. <laughs> and then and then when you're in the middle of it, they like call you on the radio. No, right? no. so. <laughs> And gotta, it's, gotta pinch it off. it's a truck, so it rocks. So as you get in, it's like, Oop. but and all, all the toilets have like water and stuff in them. So I was there, I'd done my toozy, and I hear the door open of the truck, and a guy comes in and slips and falls down onto the steps. The whole truck rocks over, oh, and God. all of the liquid like sloshed up into my undercarriage, and I was like, oh my god. It in was my the- undercarriage. Oh, wow, that's good. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh God!" And it was freezing cold, and it was like, gl- oh. like gloopy poo. And, and, I like, and I was just like, <laughs> "It's one of those." Me- <laughs> Stop talking about. It. Yeah, that's not. It's good. one of those messes where, like, it's six a.m. <laughs> and I was just like, I was just like, I had like a little piece of toilet paper. I was like. Where do I start? I'm just like I just like, I want to give up. I'm I'm tired. I'm covered in mud and poo. I just wanted to die. Where, where you just you saw off your bottom half and just <laughs> moved towards somebody. Nobody knows you. <laughs> oh, about just being, about just being sat down and tired, and the whole thing was just like. You oh, should have like, just like <laughs> tried to light yourself on fire yeah. or something. Probably would have been a good cleansing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so that, so there I am, like, w- like strolling back to the set, like half an hour later, just like, be cool, be cool. <laughs> There's Robert Downey Jr. and Jude Law. They had a more glamorous morning, I bet. You, you don't know. <laughs> you don't know that. Well, they, they probably had the stuff. same morning, except for covered in cocaine. <laughs> so they probably had the same morning. They just paid for it, and they. <laughs> <laughs> I felt better about it, probably. 
Oh my god. You guys are killing me here. <laughs> that's probably the most disgusting thing that's happened to that's that's pretty not, bad. That's not too bad. So no, is, that's pretty is, bad. Is Robert Downey Jr., he's married, isn't he? Is he married? He, he's dating a producer, I think. Because they oh, were making he out. Can't, he like, can't be married. No, no, just, don't, don't, you, don't, don't you, say you, that. You know, you know he's not married because every time you see well, a picture public? of him, he's smiling. What, you going to look him up? Oh, he's just too rich and too good looking, it seems like. Like, uh, like, uh,. What's his face? The guy who uh, Ocean's Eleven. What's his face? That guy's George, George Clooney. George Clooney. He's never getting married. He's, right? he's dating the chick that was. I guess she was a wrestling person. I didn't know her, but then she was like in that first season of the Dancing Show, whatever that's called, Dancing with the Stars. God, it's amazing how people are known now for being on the Dancing Show, dude. I tell you, I get really fucking scared. I was in the grocery line. I guess it shouldn't scare me, but I see like the cover of Us Weekly, the gossip mag, and it was a picture of a woman. Didn't recognize her, and the whole like caption on the side was. You know, Natasha's worried that Tom left her and what's going to happen with Mindy. You, we have details inside. It's like, I don't know who the fuck any of those people are. I have no clue. I, just, I don't know why she was on the cover of a magazine yep. or who, you know, what this drama was going on in her life. I assume it was some of those housewife shows. <clears throat> I'd say that was the age we're living in, but I feel like for the past 20 years, every time I've gone to the checkout line, I've not recognized anyone. Yeah, every now and then I'll be like, oh, look, that's Oprah. I know her. <laughs> yeah, Oprah, yeah, right, right. Yeah. That's George Clooney's girlfriend. <sighs> Does he know that there's a scandally clad picture of her on the internet? He should. He's going to be pissed. Am I, and that. What about Robert Downey Jr.? Is he married? You got me curious now. I got to find out. Let me find out. Well, there's no way. Place, place your bets. I, I want to know if I have a shot. He's no, I think dreamy. he's married to the producer. I was, I, was on the, I was on the set. Joel I was Silver. on the set of the practice the day he got fired because he showed up late again. Mm. Who, who got fired? Robert it's, Downey Jr. It is Robert Downey Jr.'s wife, Susan. Oh, he is married. Susan Downey Jr.? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get the middle name too? Do you get the junior? When you no, you don't. <laughs> Does that carry over? When you have that much money, that's how it works. Come on, junior on a female. What's that? I guess. Hmm. Junior. I've never heard it. Robert Downey Junior is five foot eight. That's, that's probably a lie. How long has he been married? Uh, I think she works for Joe Silver. Well, he's been married to Susan Downey since two thousand and five to present. Seven years. That's a good run. <laughs> it's not bad. He was married to Deborah Falk- Falconer. That's a great last name, Falconer. Falconer. From Falconer to Downey Jr. Uh, from 1992 to 2004. American actress and musician. That's who Deborah Falconer is. I don't know. Anyway. Did you ever want to be called at something else when you were a kid? Did you ever want to be called like a really cool name that wasn't your name? I want to be called Bernie. Oh, he's, he's called Bernie. You know what's Bernie funny is that I, na- I, I talked about you to someone else in the company, mm-hmm. and they're like, ah, oh, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, you know, Gavino. And they're like, who's, who's that? I guess I'm like, Gavino, the English guy. And they're like, I don't know. I'm like, really? Gav- you don't know who Gavino is? <laughs> like, oh, Gavin. That's weird. Some people still call like, I think Kathleen genuinely thinks that's my name. Mm. She introduced me to people as Gavino. <clears throat> that's close enough. It's only one letter off. You, yeah, you guys that. will forever. Always be your usernames to me. Yeah, I mean, I think so. Yeah. I'll always be the guy who dunked my lens cap in your beer. A, a long Much time less gross. Yeah. You know, that's the grossest thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> that's not nearly. So that's not bad. too bad. I wore that. Look, I wore my Kabu shirt the other day. You did. Yeah, it was, like, it was like watching a that time shit, warp. This my oldest T-shirt. It's like nine years old now. I think it looked crisp though. Yeah, it, it looks good. It looks like you rarely wear. You it. You it's have, still you'll, you'll too big for me. I bought it thinking I'll grow into it. I never did. It looks like a finally made Rusha product. Fine. The I want to step in here real fast. Step in. I want to say thanks to Bing.com for the support of this podcast. I thank them also. Uh, as you know, um, 
Jack's out at E3 this week, and uh, I'm hoping that we can talk about Halo 4. You want and, to talk about uh, some E3 too, stuff. probably, don't you? Yes. But before we get to uh, any of that stuff, uh, I just wanted to let people know that Bing has gone social. So now when you go to Bing, you can link it with your Facebook or Twitter account. And when you enter search terms, it searches your Facebook friends or your Twitter friends to see if those people know any of the thing about any of the things you're looking okay, for. Okay, I can actually. So you can fun, aggregate fun information <laughs> from your uh, from your friends. So you it'll uh, search through your Facebook friends who recently liked, shared, or search content related to whatever you're looking for. I'm gonna look Bernie and then Spit Cup. <laughs> Bernie, Spit Cup. I'll look it up right so now. for example, I looked up Halo Four, and you can see those are your friends who've liked it, or anyone who's posted pictures related to it. So it's neat not only to get search engine results, but s- results from your friends as well directly. So um, if you're interested, check it out. It's uh, it's pretty cool. And uh, you can see it available at bing.com. Oh, yeah. I looked at Bird vs. Blue. <laughs> Look up um, Jack's beard and then Garden Gnome. Jack's beard is he looks like a garden gnome. huge now. He has to wear a little hat <laughs> to go along with his beard at this point. And he has to be stuck out in someone's see, lawn. The thing <laughs> about that, people say, oh, is there something living in your beard? It could you know, it could be a bird's nest or whatever. It's too big. He could have insects in his beard. Why he, is he growing it out? Do we know? It's too... I know. I know why. I admit, I have stuck, a re- I have stuck, a things, stuck things in my hair and forgot about it. <laughs> you and know, found them later. When I used to work, when we used to work at the call center. I wonder what his reason is, though. Go ahead. When we used to work at the call center, I don't know if you remember, worked with a guy named Nick. Every now and then I'd be on the phone talking, and he would drop computer case screws into my hair, which was a lot bushier <laughs> back then. And they would just get lost. Like, you couldn't find them. Yep. <laughs> and, like, I would, like, try to brush it out, but they'd be, like, really deep in there, and I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't get the screws out. Like the idea of you going through a metal detector. See, this this is a good. This Screw. is not a bad problem to have. This is a good problem. To yeah, have. that's a good. All that's a good problem. Right. Like so, why, why is yeah. Joel growing his beard out, Jack? I, or sorry, not Joel. You don't even know who I am, right? Yeah. Now. <laughs> I'm um, drunk. No, I don't want to talk about it. Oh God! We well, don't want to talk about it. Why not? We I talked can't... about his fleshlight last week. I don't think does, does he, he have a fleshlight. Do you know that is one of one of actually? I should say I was going to say one of the few times. But it's actually one of the many times where I have called someone and said, "Hey." You need to listen to the podcast before it goes out. I'm just saying. And to Jack Shreddy's like, I don't give a fuck. No, we had talked about it previously. So <laughs> Thank yeah, goodness you didn't okay actually drink out of that. What? Oh, jeez, Joel. <laughs> oh, oh God. See, that way you can't keep objects laying around burning. Because... <laughs> 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 I, think I, just, I think I just killed Bernie. <laughs> with a comment. Ugh. It's going to come in. It's going to come in here. It's going to come in. <laughs> It's gonna come in handy later, but I'll sh- I'll sh- yeah, I killed him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Something's gonna fly out of his eyeball right now. So well, as long as it doesn't fly into the eyeball. <laughs> oh my god, you're gonna die, aren't you? I feel like I'm close to it. So this is gonna this is gonna be something that's gonna come in handy. It's I'm nice. not gonna tell you what it is, but that is I ordered that for for when I appear on Abu. If Jack's ever that's out of town again, instantly <laughs> funny. <laughs> That is instantly funny. You, you look like Church in Marathon when he's waiting yeah, for... Yeah, it's instantly funny. It is out of delivery it? right now. Can you get, do a good impression of Jack's voice? I, like, I don't know. You know who can, though? It's Michael. Ryan. Oh. Ryan can... Ryan, oh, yeah. Ryan's got a good voice. He's almost interchangeable with yeah. Jack. <laughs> What's up, Internet? I don't know. I can't do it. But Ryan can definitely do it. I think we had Ryan on the podcast yeah. one time just to demonstrate. I remember that. Hey, we should... Uh, those animation guys did a fantastic God, job did you see episode, episode two? Right? <laughs> before, before we move on to that, I do yeah. want to point out to you, we actually have a special correspondent reporting with Jack from E3, and that is Allie Bakes. Allie Bakes. Uh, Fragdal Cadet, who is... Dude, joining, I like her hair. Joining she us for has the most insane pink hair. Yeah. Dude, pink seen. hair is great. <clears throat> You know, to make your hair pink, you have to dye it blonde and then dye it pink. Right, you have to like, get rid of the color, See, right? And that's then... dedication. Yeah. It's multi-step. I like that. That's great. It's a lot of maintenance. It's, it's like too. brewing a beer. You got to like keep the time, you got to <laughs> the hops, you got to do steps. I'm impressed so, by that. They're having a good time out at E3. That's good. We, we definitely should talk about E3. 
We should talk about E3. We're going to move on to something else, though. Before we do, let me read this. Uh, This podcast is brought to you by Audible.com, the Internet's leading provider of audiobooks. With more than 100,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature and featuring audio versions of many New York Times bestsellers. For our listeners, Audible is offering a free audiobook to give you a chance to try out their service. One audiobook to consider is Game of Thrones. We were trying to consider, you know, what audiobook to... uh, Look at this week, and uh, Game of Thrones is a huge one. I know you're... Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm caught up. I'm, I'm itching to talk about it. Yeah, so for a free audiobook of your choice, go to audiblepodcast.com slash roosterteeth. That's audio... Excuse me, that's audio... I'm not going to read that right. That's audiblepodcast.com slash roosterteeth. Nice. Now that I've seen the show, that, that thing I'm is really interested popular. in getting caught up on the books, because you know, Adam's read all the books, and he tells me that they're... That they're very different, or they're different in some ways. What are the books called? Is it called a Game of Thrones? It's uh, the first one, I believe, is called uh, A Song of Ice and Fire. Oh, and what? But now that the show's out, I think they've rebranded it. They've done Game of Thrones, A Song that's of Ice and Fire. That's pretty smart. You know, when I was growing up, people had fantasy books that they would carry around school sometimes, and they mm-hmm. always had like those. They look like a, they look like Dungeons and Dragons manuals, mm-hmm. and I would stay. The, I, because of that, I never read fantasy books because I hated the way the covers looked, and I just like didn't want that. But now with you know. Digital books and audiobooks, I like, can hide that shit on my computer. Yeah, I can enjoy it. Just listen to it in the car. What's crazy um, to me is Game of Thrones, it's not really on TV in the UK. I mean, it's shot over there. Or the, whole, the entire cast is British, pretty much. Yeah. You can't, it's not even on TV. They shoot, they have some crazy are, locations. They shoot on a lot of places. Yeah. Like, they shoot the, in Northern Ireland. They shoot in Iceland. They shoot in Belfast. Yeah. You guys uh, are in the Dark Ages all I think, the time. I think the, the only way to watch it is, like, on Sky Atlantic or something, which is a, some obscure channel. It's on, like all your satellite. channels over there are the same channels you get when you're on an airplane. <laughs> <laughs> so there was a guy on Reddit who posted a really funny image, which is, says, uh, having been the only person in my group of friends who's read the books this is how i feel every time a game of thrones episode airs and it was a picture of like jesus on the mountain like yeah t- <laughs> talking to a bunch of people yeah like yeah he's like you're proselytizing to everybody and you know everyone's like in rapture like watching i really didn't think i was going to enjoy uh the series but i started watching it and like instantly i got sucked into it there's it's, just so it's many so good everybody has that so experience. many meaty moments like you'll be watching the story be going along and then all of a sudden something will happen you'll be like oh god like the guy decapitates his horse. Yeah, like that came out of nowhere. Yeah, that happened. I was like, "What the fuck?" He decapitates his horse and then drink, accidentally drinks from the cup that was near the horse. Oh. Right? Except in that show, it's not accidental. Horse cup. <laughs> oh, Monty walked in. What's Monty, up, Monty, Monty how, how you, you doing, Monty? Have you uh, been watching any Game of Thrones at all? I want to. It's, it's hard to get hold of. You should, we have the Blu-rays for the season one. You should. Gavin has the did, fucking. No, no, Blu-ray. I brought them back in. Did you see how we stole the microphone from Gavin? You can't talk on that side, Gavin. You have to talk in the front. Oh, really? Yeah. Hello. Money's wearing that cool uh, the motion capture suit right now. It's not cool. No, it's cool. You should punch that. Have you ever punched anyone with the motion cap suit? Because on the hand, you got those prongs sticking out. I, I, I punched Gavin, but he's got sensitive balls. Yeah, Monty always likes to kick my balls. Uh, I, I he gets the craving. So uh, we haven't, I'm surprised we haven't talked at all about E3 or Halo 4 uh yet and i feel like we we definitely should talk about that it looks fucking awesome well, well monty just stepped in we kind of derailed our talk about episode two of oh, versus right. blue. yeah so monty tremendous job to you and the team yeah, for episode two of reverse blue that was awesome it looks like nothing else that uh, this company's ever done it looks yeah, amazing it's yeah. all right oh come on what was it's wrong? No, 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 don't tell us what was wrong with it because i know you have anytime you make something you can sit there and look at it and go uh you know and pick it apart but, i was telling gavin earlier i was just like i'm just so unimpressed by my own work these days. Listen to this. Just, are you? Yeah. You should be impressed. The rest of us are impressed by your work. By the way, just so we're on the record, I'm very unimpressed with Gavin's work lately. So, <laughs> what has been? What what has Gavin been doing? 
Make a video, man. <laughs> you are so you're too high energy, Monty. Tone it down a little. Gavin's like personally making like three different series. He's doing the Let's Play stuff. Yeah, yeah. Let's Play is the most fun. Did you see our last Let's I, Play? I movie? enjoyed. I'm looking forward to the next. Uh, the um, what's that? Worms. One? Yeah, we did Worms. This coming out Friday. That's cool. What did, like the game. The game was. Yeah, they did a Let's Play in it. You, you, did, I, I didn't even hear you it. did not hear the screaming. I was on the other end of the building, and I could hear the screaming. No, I hear. I, every time they scream, I hear it. I hear it acutely. Did you uh, Did you see our last Minecraft Let's Play where we rig, <laughs> we rigged a secret trap? Dude. It was like 2,000 blocks of TNT. That was awesome. That was I fucking then, crazy. I then connected it to a button, just an unlabeled button, just <laughs> off to the side, and we were just waiting for someone to hit the button. Michael walks up to it. He's like, this is a button? <laughs> the world explodes. His reaction... Uh, you couldn't you couldn't have asked for a better reaction. It was absolutely. I, I like gone. how Jeff follows up with, "Oh, did someone push the button?" So let me ask you this: Did did you guys have to make all those blocks of TNT? Jeff and I over Memorial Weekend, uh-huh. we spent probably fifteen hours m- making that set. Did you have to literally craft all the blocks? No, you can duplicate. Oh, okay, but um, it took a long time to build. Is did duplicate you, part of the game? No, it's a it's a bug. You build a um a dispenser. There and is then a you, bug. Like, grab something there and is put a, it in, and it spits There it out. is a potential bug in Minecraft, which I don't know that we should talk about, because it's a great bug, and I don't want it to go away. Oh, yeah? And it doesn't hurt anyone, I'm, because when tell you me play after. Minecraft, you're not playing against anyone, really, right? Seems like Minecraft's the kind of game where if it's a great bug, they'll keep it and maybe even no, I don't know that they will keep it. it I think they'll get rid of it. If they're going to put Minecraft Xbox on the same path update path that minecraft pc slash mac was there's a whole creation mode in the pc game where yeah, you, you just get, get everything everything from the yeah <laughs> and it's you know and i have to say that um you guys are kind of catching on to minecraft now and there was a day that you were playing with some of your friends and i was asking jack while i was watching him play here at night because he'll stay here sometimes at night and play and i was working on something and he's playing minecraft because yeah i'm playing on joel's server and I go, what is it? It's server. I go, because it's an Xbox game, so there's no server. He goes, no, no, it's just Joel's game session. We joined it. I go, what happens if Joel quits or his Dies. power goes out? He goes, I don't know. Literally, uh, half an hour later, Jack comes in my office. He goes, Joel fell asleep and his Xbox turned off, so we lost 18 hours of work. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. Yeah. You've got to be kidding yeah. me. Yeah. Th- that's the one thing. My, about it. my wife almost killed me recently. We were playing a game together. And uh, I did something stupid, and like we still we, we still only had one diamond pickaxe, and I had lost it, and I couldn't get back to it in time, so I restarted the Xbox. So she lost like thirty minutes of work, and I thought she was gonna fucking murder me <sighs> for over like thirty minutes. I was like, you don't understand, I lost the pickaxe, I got to get it back. But I do have to say that once they added the creation mode, the game became less fun to me. Like <coughs> having a diamond pickaxe is no longer a big deal because you just make right. You know, yeah, a bunch yeah. Of- I, I stay away from those modes for sure, and I always you gotta have you gotta have that struggle. You, you gotta have that struggle. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was showing Gav uh, my game the other day. This is like the Matrix speech, you know, where it's like we discovered that if you're having a good time, it doesn't work. Yeah. I, we have to fuck you constantly. It there's a, perfect. There's yeah. an island in my world that's made entirely out of obsidian. Which is really yeah, cool. it's, 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 it's awesome. It's kind of weird. It's like it's that's just out in the water. Floating. Awesome. Like yeah, we're just sailing one day. and It's like oh, look at that, and it's just like obsidian. You dig down, it's like several blocks deep. Money? Is there any chance that the graphical interface of Red vs. Blue is going to go back to eight bit? <laughs> back to eight bit? It was never that low as eight bit. No, except for the <laughs> best episode ever. All, um, all, all of a sudden, your your day would be like fifteen minutes long. You'd be just in and out. Gus's yeah. episode was analog. That would be nice. Yeah, totally analog. Popsicle sticks and cut cardboard. Out. So when are we going to see the sequel to that? Hopefully, never. <laughs> I agree. 
So that was a very well received episode. People loved it. Yeah, you got to put something out. It was it was, it was early in the, it in was, the series. It was, it was earnest and genuine. <laughs> but so, how does Minecraft work? So on the Xbox, when you start a game and you make it open to everybody else and they come play, mm-hmm. okay, when you quit, then you can save the world. Yes. The, I see. The, yeah, and yeah, you're totally dependent upon one person. Yep. Yeah. And so it's like that's the one thing they need to. If they could share maps, that would be a huge benefit. They have to sh- be able to share maps. Or if one person drops out, like host migrates. Yeah. Or something like that. So, something like that, yeah, where you can have a universal map. Also, I, I wish the maps were bigger. I, I like but. everything about gaming. Everything about gaming, except for one thing. One, There's one aspect of gaming that will fucking make me want to put a bullet in my skull, and that is modding stuff. Where you have to go in and, like, download the files, get the mod, unpack it, take the files, put them in the right directories. There is so much of that in Minecraft where mm. there's, there's one thing. Like, you guys did. You guys made all the TNT blocks. There's a mod in Minecraft PC where you can make a nuke. And it blows a fucking crater that is like I miles that. wide. It's amazing. I want to see it. <laughs> I wanted to get you guys to do that for a let's play, just like the new. But then you guys were already working on this thing. It's well, that, 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 I mean, that's the thing. Like the PC version, Xbox version are different, right? Yeah. Where it's like in the PC version, it's also like infinite world, which is awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. the worlds are actually a lot smaller. In, yeah, in they're the a lot parts. smaller. Yeah, and it's that, that's you know. I, I, I showed Gav my subway that's in progress. Yeah, I went, I went over to Gus's, which. Is a rare occurrence, I guess. You're gonna have to it see was... my. You're gonna have to see my map. Don't interrupt us. Quit interrupting us. <laughs> see my map. This is more important. I'm turning you off. This is my... No, that, that's okay because I'm not interested in talking. I'm just trying to make a point. <laughs> he's poking me, by the way, as he's saying this. It's pretty funny. Yes. I, I went over to Gus's and he cooked some Korean-style steak, I guess. With, Hell yeah! And we had some Korean booze. You mean you mean you went to his actual place? Korean barbecue. It exists. I went there. See, I thought you were talking about Minecraft. We had an awesome <laughs> night. We had a, a night of viewing awesome stuff. Yeah. He, t- he took me for a tour of his Minecraft world, <laughs> him and Esther. It was, it's an absolute... We have a subway line that runs entirely north to south in the map and entirely east to west, and we're building a ring around it to connect the entire world. You're like the federal government. And then we're, we're hoping... Build a beltway. Ev- yeah, essentially. And then eventually we want to mine out the entire world so that the entire world's just one layer thick. And it's just like that one layer all the way down to bedrock. This is like a form of insanity where Minecraft will turn, will take that autistic side of you and bring it out. Yeah. Where it's just like everything must be level. <laughs> you know, it's just like I must clear everything. I hadn't even thought about that. Maybe I no, should do that. True, like I was going to dig out. I was going to dig up under the mountains. Maybe I should just level them and get rid of them all together. This is terrible. This is terrible. I remember there's an episode of Star Trek Enterprise where they introduced a little video game to the crew, and it was really just like to make them crazy. I don't remember that one. You don't remember that? It was my, this is Minecraft. Huh. So, thanks to Gus, I've started watching Breaking Bad. Welcome, to, welcome to the club. I constantly hear people talking about. Mm-hmm. But it's, it was weird, because I had absolutely no idea what it was about. Everyone's like, you got to watch Breaking Bad. I didn't even know what it was, and it was a comedy or anything. And it's the only show I've ever watched where it's, I'm watching it, and I'm like, I have no idea where this is going. Like, Lost, you watch it, it's mm-hmm. like, I wonder what the island's about, where, how do they, why do they crash? Like, they like the Matrix too. <laughs> but with, with Breaking Bad, I'm like, where is this going? It's awesome. It's like, every episode is like, wow, holy crap. It just, after a while, it just gets worse and worse. It's like, there's no way you can redeem yourself from this. <laughs> really? Is, I mean, is it like one-off episodes? or No, it's, like, it's a long story. But did, I, did I ever tell you guys about the... Not to derail your conversation about Breaking Bad, but did I ever tell you about the server that I rented for my kids to play Minecraft on? Uh-uh. Yeah, I talked about that. Persistent yeah, yeah. server? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we talked to... I think you might have missed that podcast. You might have been out of town. But yeah, talked I talked about, about, I it was Jack talking about how you discovering artifacts from someone else's... Yeah, game that's like, crazy. So we'd wander, forerunners within your well, yeah. server. We'd wander around and find other people's who rented the server before us. So we'd find <laughs> their civilizations all of a sudden that's and everything cool. they had built. And it's like we'd explore it and be like, "This is so strange." Because I don't know if you've ever run into that yet. You guys have a map in Minecraft. There's, there wasn't for a long time. There was not a map in Minecraft. So you'd build stuff, then you'd die, and you go like, "Fuck, where was I?" 
and because you, you'd respawn, yeah. and you just couldn't find your stuff again. And on the PC, with the much bigger world, it's impossible to find. Yeah. Like, sometimes in my map, we'll build pillars and then top it with um, so you torches. So, you, yeah, you know, like, okay, that's the pillar over See, there. That, this is the that's pillar what over I, there. I never ran into that problem. Yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, you look. had to know that the clouds drift north in order to get any kind of sense of direction in the PC. Do they, do they drift north? Uh-huh. They and drift and I've noticed that the sun rises in one direction, sets in one direction all the time. That's what I normally, the sun and the moon both right. have that same path, and that's right. kind of what I use. Yeah. Yeah. I've never had that problem. Then when it's the middle of the day, you're like, fuck. <laughs> do you, does gold, like gold armor, gold pickaxes, does that do anything in Minecraft? Gold, gold, gold is, is actually 1631 and rebounded. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Gold is actually gold, the, gold. the fastest material. So if you no, have no, a gold no, 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 pickaxe. No. L- listen to me. Gold pickaxe, bad. Yeah, it, it will break in like 30 yeah, uses. Do not make, the, it will mine any anything very, very fast. Really? Do not yeah. make gold like, pickaxe. Gold armor will fall off immediately. <laughs> don't make gold, yeah. Yeah, don't make gold anything apart from right. a clock and powered rails. Right. Powered rails. Right. Okay, fair enough. Diamond everything else. Yeah. Well, that's the way that's the way it was on the PC for a long time. In fact, they made gold specifically nerfed it because it was not just comment on commercialism. Which <laughs> to make gold worth nothing. That's the arbitrary value that they assigned to this yellow malleable metal. Well, we have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have you and Notch have a problem? Commercialism. <laughs> Jesus. So when we watched the first episode of Breaking Bad, you were telling me that it was an edited version. Yeah, it was a little different. Yeah, but and the- I looked it up because I wanted to I wanted to watch the episode yeah. again because I, and I looked it up, and I found out that the original pilot was ten minutes longer. Yeah. So I went out of my way to find that version. I watched that, one. and it's it's a lot better. Yeah. I mean, you, it, it's what, the what the version we watched the one that's on Netflix. He kind of goes from being a teacher to a meth guy, a meth cooking guy, kind of too quickly. Yeah. Like there's not enough that happens to make him snap like that. But the the extended version. Like, yeah, I yeah, was, I can see why. I wasn't sure if I was a little drunk. Also, was like I, I could have sworn there was like the scene in the ambulance that didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, and the guy who. The, the student who saw him washing his yeah. car and then took the picture. Yeah, like all that stuff was gone. It's a great show, though. We, I told Gavin he had to watch it, too, because coming in July when the season starts up again, uh, they're going to show it at the Alamo, and we're pretty much going to go every weekend. I'm showing Gavin I, Nuke right now on oof. Minecraft. Oh, my God. I read yesterday that the, the final season of Breaking Holy Bad crap. is going to be eight episodes this summer, then a break, and eight episodes next summer. Y- you know, who's the guy who plays Jesse, the actor? He, Aaron Paul. He tweeted that... He stops saying it's our final season. It's because I mean it, it depends on your perspective. Yeah, they're they're bre- they're technically breaking up the last season into two eight episode arcs. I see. So that's what he's talking about. Oh, okay, because he said we start filming season six in October. So that, please stop saying it's our last. That's season. That's what's going to be released next summer. I see. Okay. So it's the, it's season five point five or whatever it is that they do now. Eight episodes is not much of a season. No, it's yeah. not. But, but do you, you know. but do you want to watch it? Man, I do. I tell you what, this season of Mad Men has been so freaking good. I mean, TV is great now. TV, in a lot of ways, is so much better than movies because well, it's like they're so much more engaged. Yeah, well, it's like they've had license. I mean, with with it breaking off, and there's so many different channels and venues now. It's like they've had license to get you know creative and do what they want to do. Yeah, you know, it's not as many people like holding the reins and going, "No, you have to do this," or it has to be this structure. You know, I, I think it's good, right? I feel like for the first time ever, I'm watching all the shows that I should be watching. Like before, it's like I didn't watch The Wire when people were talking about. It. I'm like, oh, I'll get to that eventually. But I am watching. Did you, did you ever watch it? Mm-hmm. First season was great. Second season, uh, yeah, I watched it. It's different because the wire changes up season to season because they basically change cases, and it's like one case for an entire season. Like the first one was, you know, uh, Antoine, what's his name, Marsh, I think, or in Stringer Bell, and their drug deal breaking that up. But then the second season, all of a sudden, it was about this guy in Baltimore who runs the docks. He's like a longshoreman, and a whole thing like with organized crime in in the docks and the longshoremen down there. It was. Really different. But it's still good. Still really good. Um, but I was going to say, I'm watching Walking Dead. 
I'm watching Mad Men, I'm watching Game of Thrones, and I'm watching Breaking Bad. So I feel like I'm getting all the really, really good ones. What mm-hmm. am I missing there? Uh, those sound the, like the hot. Those are the good ones. I'm not watching like any like Spartacus or anything like that. Is that any good? I never got in. What, I don't even. Does that play on stars? I don't even know where that runs. I mean, like Showtime or something. Hmm. I'm I'm really bad. I like I really don't watch any TV. Yeah, I mean, I watch Walking Dead, and that's about it. I just watch on iTunes. Yeah, yeah. just a, well, no, but still, I just I don't yeah. I don't watch them, and I should probably, but I just I feel like I don't have time. But yeah, I watch none of that stuff on TV either. I don't watch anything on a television. So what do you do, Joel? In play Minecraft. Play Minecraft. I play video games and I watch financial news. <laughs> That's it. I'm not yeah. kidding. I will. I spend a lot of you, time watching financial news. Jack took me for a little tour around your Minecraft world. You've built an absolute fortress. Yeah, you're not allowed in. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I've been banned from everyone's game. For, first, Bernie just showed you a nuke, yep. and then you brought up my map. <laughs> yeah. So I don't like those two things being brought together. In any way, I'm I, not do, sure. I, I don't like the fact that Minecraft starts in an online mode that isn't invite only. I'll be, like, yeah. filming things to do, and I'll go away from my screen, I'll come back, and there'll be, like, three dudes, like, just, like, crouching right next to me. It's like, who are, the, who are these guys? Get out! <laughs> yeah, I feel like you should be able to toggle that. Like, that should be an option where you... I, I, like, I never want to play online in an open world. Well, especially with people who, who seemingly... Not, not even on my friends list can just hop in. Yeah. I heard there was going to be a Minecraft movie. <laughs> the, the, the solution before... Uh, they, you know, they just came out with a Minecraft Lego set. Did you see that? Oh, is that out yet? Perfect. It's released. Yeah, Uh, and the really interesting thing about that to me is, I know some people who worked on the Lego MMO that came out for kids, Mm -hmm. and right before they released it, while it was still in development, Minecraft kind of started to catch fire. And I know people who saw like they were around a monitor looking at it, and they saw Minecraft, and they went, "Well, shit!" (laughs) Like pretty much, and the Lego MMO is dead. It oh, went, it's wow. already gone, like wow. the universe, yeah. Oh, wow. And my kid had a blast. Did, did it, uh, wow, okay. So it, just, it didn't do well? Didn't, nope. There was a Lego announcement at E3, uh, wasn't there? Some kind of Lego... Lego City. Lego City, that was it. Yep. Did do the Halo 4 trailer that they showed, or the gameplay they showed, mm-hmm. started with a live-action yes. Yes. cutscene. Does that mean that the cutscenes are going to be live-action? No. It's just that... Just I that it. I, okay. Yeah, you had a Lego Universe... Lego Universe is now closed. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's a shame. That was in existence, like, what, a year? A year, maybe. Maybe? Yeah. 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 It did not stick around very long. I, I don't know. They didn't say specifically that that was the case. I doubt it because... You know the mic. I, I, I doubt it because that would suck. But also... <laughs> oh, that's a good reason. I could, I could see that. <laughs> but... They're, they're, I mean, they're, they're pulling, they're put, they're pulling a lot of production value into this. I think a lot of times when I see like the live action stuff, it's almost like it's just for advertising, you know. But then again, the live action stuff, even then, it's really, really good production value. Those new enemies look pretty fun to fight. Yeah. Like, but there's always the risk when they introduce a new enemy into a, a world you're very familiar with. with like they, in Halo 2, they introduced those drones, the bugs. Oh, right. Yeah. They were just annoying to fight, though. They were, like, frustrating. They're all over Especially the place. Especially with a fucking battle rifle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or, no, or with an SMG. Or the, the new fucking skirmishers with the double shields and reach. Uh, th- those are just hard. I just want I, Those things drive me insane. And also jackals. Yeah, got worse. What, what, I don't know what they did to jackals between 3 and reach, but they became the most nightmarish enemy to fight. Just plasma pistol, right in the face. Who's going to carry on a plasma pistol? Give me a break. plasma pistol. I agree with Monty. I, I, I want to know. Is hard, the, hard to carry on a plasma pistol. In, in, the, in, in this new Halo 4 trailer, you've got this new Forerunner weapon that looks and functions just like the DMR. Mm-hmm. Like, what's the difference? You've got a DMR and a battle rifle in the game. 
which I know are different anyway. So you're not a big fan of window dressing. And, Listen, when Jack and, back, he was talking about the scatter shot. The scatter shot mm-hmm. is like, isn't that a shotgun? No, no. I mean, it's one of those things where Gavin and I have seen some of the stuff, so we actually yeah. can't talk about it because we haven't seen the public version yet. Oh. So we should wait until yep. Jack comes back to talk about it. And yeah, Jack's E3 there. right like, now. Once he comes back next week, we can get the the full rundown on what he thought. But Monty, all, all, all you're I can, so wrong. All That's I can, all I have to tell you. Oh. They're all awesome. Okay, I really I can't wait to. I'm objective. I'm objective. I haven't seen any inside baseball or anything, so I'm pretty clear on it. I, all I've seen is the trailer. Right. Fantastic. It looks mm-hmm. awesome. I thought it was I, I was really blown away with how, how good, how gorgeous it looked on that on that. It looks great. Screen. Yeah. That first level in Halo 3, when you're going through the jungle and you encounter the brutes, mm-hmm. the, the gameplay that they showed reminded me of that when he's chasing down the yes. crashed Infinity. Yes. And then they had that cool thing, that in-game event, where he attacks the group of grunt, and then the elite charges him with a sword, and then it's yeah. like a really bad song. Like, oh, shit, here comes the elite with a sword, and then he gets zapped and disintegrated yeah. by something. You're like, okay, now, that's what, a the cool, was, that's now a, what the fuck was that? That's a great and animation. animation. You were, you were yeah, not expecting that. Like, at no point has that ever happened in a Halo game, like disintegration. Or it's just like an elite is just like, this is yeah, a badass thing, <laughs> and something just like, fuck it. So those things, she said that they are AI. they are not organic. They're like an con- AI construct. But why and they have they, a skull. They looked... And they're using they four on a no, that's, 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 that's good. You know, it's like, yeah, exactly. What's going on with that? Yeah, it, it had like a human skull behind that mask. It was well, human-shaped, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Th- so they, are, they are not the foreigners, right? The foreigners were actually organic beings. Hmm. Hmm, right? You, have so, to, you should read some of the books, man. I, I've got to read the books. I really want to. And also, that gun, when we went over to do the, the Halo 4 work, when we got to see it early... I would. I was obviously just trying to see all the new weapons. I was dropping that gun and picking it up over and over again just because of the way it assembles. That's like, so cool. It's like magnetic. The way all the pieces like, come together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I would just drop the weapon and pick it up over and over again and keep watching that. It's so cool. That's like a trend these days. The the, the very finite transformer type animations. Do you notice? Transformers has just ruined trailers. Every trailer now has like. <laughs> no, 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 like no. Wasn't that Inception? That did the barns and the. You know. <laughs> Is that how it was? That's the noise I made when I was getting rid of the string. (laughs) 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 I'm very excited for Halo 4. I don't think I could have asked for a better thing for them to show. Can I I say that this year seemed like it had an outrageous amount of new titles coming out? Like everything that was coming out this year, it was just like, how am I going to play everything that's coming out this fall and winter? And it seems like the only thing at E3 I hear about is Halo 4. Am I just... Is yeah. it because I'm biased? Like we watched the... No, there, there, there were some other big things. Where's the Borderlands 2 information? Well, I think they're, they're shipping so soon. Yeah? That, okay. I mean, they, 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 they didn't have a lot of stage presence. They're, they're showing stuff that's further down the pipe. I, I was expecting a GTA 5 something. I guess they... Yeah, oh, yeah? Nothing... I didn't know that that was in the in the pipe. Yeah, they've announced it. They there was that trailer. Point. Which press conferences have happened? All, all of them. Oh, uh, nice. Microsoft, Sony, Ubisoft, Nintendo. EA, Nintendo. and Nintendo. Okay. I mean, definitely that Halo... I mean, watching the Microsoft keynote, like that Halo 4, I mean, that, t- to me, hit the hardest. Yeah, it was a great great start. Yeah. The, the, uh, the only thing I was kind of disappointed at was that Splinter Cell. Uh, you were disappointed? I thought yeah, it looked I thought awesome. It, I thought it looked... Uh, <laughs> I, we, I really we, love we Splinter Cell. It's one of my favorite series, but that didn't excite me very much at all. It seemed I, I, like we were talking about that. And it seemed like it was the maybe the Assassin's Creed engine. Well, I mean, they're very similar. Sneak around, yeah, kill people. I can tell you something. I was disappointed by. Hmm. Where's Bungie? Oh, they, yeah. They said they weren't officially going to be at E3 right. uh, this year. So it's like this is what's the cycle? Isn't it usually the cycle you get the announcement of the game, 
and you hear about it. Like remember when they did the when they did Reach. Granted, they were back in the Microsoft you know marketing engine back then, but they did the video where when they were putting out ODST, they put out that planet mm-hmm. video of Reach where they're going around the planet and it's on fire and it's like mm-hmm. we have Spartans on the ground and it just said Halo Reach and it was like announced the game. Then the following E3, we got information about the game and then we got the game. Maybe they're still too early in the development cycle. Maybe you think we'll, so. Really, I don't know. And also, that was the time, too, when they had... What was the debacle with the ODST? What was called Recon. Oh, it Recon. And then they pulled the trailer from the E3 demo, right? Wasn't that something like that that happened? Yeah. I don't remember. It was, it was slated to appear. Yeah, something, something was cancelled last minute. Yeah. I remember everyone at Bungie being like, uh, sorry, you know, like, upset about it. Yeah, they had the big countdown timer on the website. Yeah, and then it was, and it was just... And counting down, they're like, right, yeah, we're not minute. having this, I guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot about because that. Because Nintendo and Sony didn't have good press conferences, and Microsoft went last, like, we don't need all this other stuff. Like, let's save this for later time. I think Sony announced the move that oh, year. They, then, <laughs> you know, Nintendo announced, I don't know, who knows. Wii Music. I think that was that same year. Yeah. I, was, I, I, was, I think the, the game I was most underwhelmed by was probably the Tomb Raider one. What do you, how do you feel about that? Sorry, one, two's moving my mic. <laughs> how do you feel about the smart glass stuff? It's interesting. Uh, I'm really curious to see how well it works with you know multiple platforms. I almost ended up working at, on that Tomb Raider game. Oh, mm-hmm. It was actually either Rooster Teeth or Crystal Dynamics after my last job. I think I made the right choice. <laughs> <laughs> so fuck you. <laughs> I will be honest though. It is hard, and it's just this is weird too. I might be like this with Saints Row and Grand Theft Auto. It is hard to make that transition where you like the inspired by game more than the original. And I'm definitely like that with Uncharted and Tomb Raiders. Tomb Raider. I, th- I think yeah. that Uncharted is very inspired by Tomb Raider. Yeah. And you know, uh, Uncharted is w- fucking awesome. Did you, have, did you see the Last of Us uh, demo that they gave? I did not. And I have seen a little bit of uh, Watch Dogs, mm. the one that everybody's mm-hmm. yakking about. That, that's funny you say that Uncharted seems imp- inspired by Tomb Raider because when I, I visit their office and they kind of give you the lowdown on like – you know what their game's about versus you know and uncharted is very present at the time i think it was three years ago you're talking about the tomb raider people gave you tomb raider okay. people I'm talking to tomb raider people and they're like we're not uncharted <laughs> well and, i feel like yeah uncharted definitely draws from it as well as like like a mix of tomb raider and like indiana jones they call it dude raider dude raider <laughs> but it's, I, I, <laughs> it <sounds> horrible. <laughs> oh god <laughs> it sounds like something else yeah. i mean you know just so we're clear so, but so, something that happens funny, on I the look, beach in south Park. <laughs> i look at the new tomb raider and it's like now it seems kind of inspired by uncharted doesn't it what's that it doesn't it seems kind of in- uncharted inspired the new tomb raider well, because you think about tomb raider it's not a it's, originally it wasn't like an aim and shoot game you know mm-hmm. it was auto aim and acrobatics yeah now it's and tigers not in Tigers. Now it's third-person shooter. You duck and cover, mm-hmm. fire over reticle. Yeah, that's true. You know, there, everyone has a game that I'm envious of that they have a thousand points in. And, and a lot of moaning, apparently. Lara Croft, she moans a lot. Really? Well, well look that? at the trailer. She's, like, gasping and moaning every, like, every She was hurt. She's got the shit kicked out of her. That's what happens when you're ragdolling for three minutes. Uh, a lot of moaning. But <laughs> there's who, nothing wrong with her moaning. I'd, I'd, I'd say who looks awesome is Cortana looks awesome. Cortana looks And it looks like there's a awesome. cool fucking storyline there. Yeah. Especially if it's like they're starting a new trilogy, which is what I keep hearing. And if this they're so heavy on the Cortana stuff at the beginning of it, it's going to be fucking awesome. There's a lot of stuff I like about the Halo universe, and like the rampancy of an AI is yeah. kind of interesting. They kind of, they like kind of a, tease that in the trailer, talking. Cortana mentions that she's been in service for eight years, yeah. and AIs are decommissioned AI after seven. seven. And like, all the men- mendicant bias stuff that I've read about just sounds awesome. Cortana is by far my favorite character in the Halo universe, mm-hmm. but bar none, I love Cortana. I think she's an awesome, it's very an, deep it's an character. Interesting character, yeah, yeah. And what you can do with it, and where that can go. Totally. Did, 
didn't Sorry. Frank O'Connor in one of the earlier, like the the first look at Halo Four trailer, say about how most of the story info is in books and comics, and they want to bring that more into this into the game. I think that's awesome because I love the books. I hope we get to see other Spartans. I think we saw other Spartans behind him in that trailer. Yeah. I, but I bet you those are like the Mark Fours or something. Something, yeah. Yeah. Well, we saw the Spartans in Reach. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the book Spartans. Will, Fred. Ghost of Onyx Spartans? Ghost of Onyx Spartans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because okay. they end at the book and the Ghost of Onyx, that book, they end up in a Dyson Sphere. Mm-hmm. You know, this... Protected. This game mm-hmm. is a Dyson Sphere. It ends up in a Dyson Sphere, it looks like. A lot, I mean, some pe- uh, plenty of people already speculated that from the first Halo 4 teaser where they... I'm it's, literally the only person in this room who understands what you're saying. I can tell. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. What? It's, it's Ghost of Onyx, a Forerunner thing, and it's just. You should I, read Ghost of Onyx. It's a good one. It, okay. I, I'm, I'm tossed between Ghost of Onyx and Fall of Reach being my favorite books. I read Fall of Reach, I would read Ghost of Onyx, and I would read uh, Cryptum. I think the Cryptum's oh, really important I haven't to read now. Cryptum. Is Cryptum yet. The, like the new one that just came out? I personally like First Contact a lot, but it doesn't so much really matter. I think if you're just if you're just going to read the books, right? Good. Because let's just, check and see if they're well. I'm looking. They're, they're on Audible.com. You okay. can get Halo Cryptum, Halo Primordium, Glasslands. Um, looks like there's a bunch of them, and they're all unabridged. Yeah, Karen Travis books and Greg Bear books are the new ones. They're, they're all great. Um, but yeah, I'd say Fall of Reach and Ghost of Onyx is cool. Maybe Ghost of Onyx more than Fall of Reach because you probably know the story of Fall of Reach now. What does unabridged mean? It means that nothing was cut out from it. Oh, and, uh, yeah, there's Ghost of Onyx. Yeah, they kind of had to make some updates to the books because. They're canonical, but the games really drive the story, and so when the game does something, they kind of have to go back and update the books to do it. I, you never saw Red Dwarf, but in, in the middle of that, they rewrote... like The the, uh, the writers didn't change or anything, but they just in season three, they just changed the history of the show. Yeah, so really? Like, I don't like it. They just they just completely changed the, the past. I kind of think they did that with Star Trek, right? Did they? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, like they, I'm they not changed. a fan of that either. Now it's the Prime Universe. It's just like, yeah, 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 yeah forget, it, forget all that. Forget the past 20 years yeah. or whatever. Just like, I think Red Dwarf started in the 21st century, and then it was set in the 23rd century all of a sudden. Star Trek's all about fucking alternate dimensions. Well, I, I mean, at the end it's of the day, at the end of the day, it's a narrative. It's an yeah, entertainment piece. Yeah, you're absolutely. destroying everything uh, yeah. that, that was written. Yeah, yeah. And it's and it's and like, why? Okay, uh, why are they destroying everything that's written? Because am, we can't deal with the backstory. I am we an can't, ex- It's too much backstory, so we can't write something uh, creative based on the backstory. So well, forget the backstory. I am well, an we're generation everything fan. out the window now. We're, well, I mean, the, the counterpoint to that is, you know, when a show like Star Trek, for example, has been around for 40 years and has all this canon, you're like, you've maybe told all the stories. You need to be able to free yourself. Here, here's, Fuck that. There's, you there's, have not told all the stories. No, no, fucking no. There's um, a, there's a large there's a large solution to that. And with, we, with an we, e- we have the same problem with RVB. It's like we trying to do something new and we have to fulfill backstory, right? But we go check. We do check, right? We don't toss the shit out the window. But anyways, there's a larger there's a larger problem here. It's why did they have to make a new Star Trek movie? Why didn't they make something else? Yeah, right. they can tell what well, you're saying, Gus. I agree with Monty. Oh, right. You could just start a new sci-fi franchise if these stories are so important. But the problem true. is. I, what are you talking about, though? <laughs> what, what changed? Well, well the, la- the last movie, right, where uh, Spock... I, I he's mad because it's the Prime Universe now, and uh, you know, Spock was That's captain. That's a totally and, different story, though. It's not, yeah. They're not rewriting... You think they're rewriting it? Well, I mean, think about it. If, if Next Generation is definitely not going to happen the same way it happens now because a whole right. planet is gone. Right. It is still... It is still... No, in... Next generation is not going to have. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, because Vulcan doesn't exist anymore, so the di- timeline is definitely. And they different. really did do that in the main universe. No, no, this is the prime no, universe. No, the prime universe. They don't. They did that. They didn't destroy Vulcan. They destroyed 
Romulus. No, but in this most recent movie, Vulcan also got destroyed. In the Prime Universe, in the right. new one, not right. in the old one. Right. Yeah. Wait, okay. <laughs> so it's not. It's, so he's saying Star Trek Next Generation couldn't happen because Vulcan existed. No, but that's, in that, the only that's a separate timeline. The, the split happened before that. Right, right. But so when it gets okay. to, well, 200-something years after this movie, and Jean-Luc Picard... Does he even get on that ship, and do they even do the things they have to do? No, because it's a totally different universe. Yeah, it's now totally it's different. different. It's, it's been totally forked. different universe. Right. Tuvox turning in his non-existent grave. <laughs> Man, we're we, we really hitting a nerdy, nerdy podcast <laughs> yeah, this time. Yeah, yeah. I'm lost. I love yeah. it. It's awesome. I, I wonder how many people are Tuvox are the Black Vulcan in, uh, what's, what's that series, Voyager? Yeah, he was yes. a, no he oh no he was on Enterprise or was no he was on Voyager 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 yeah, yeah. but yeah. this this kind of uh, goes into a discussion I was having with Eddie who's helping me write uh, season ten of Red vs Blue because I need like Monty helps a lot too because Monty Monty watch has probably watched more Red vs Blue than I have he watches it on a loop so that what he's doing stays honest to the main series commentary and not commentary <laughs> I wonder if it's clearer for him. Because it's sort of like, okay, this is what was set forward. I, I just watch it where, in your mind, there was like, oh, maybe I go here, maybe I go, maybe I go there. But you didn't, kind of, maybe. And it's just sort of like I've always a had clear a clear picture. I've always had a clear idea, like the, the main story thread and saying faithful, faithful to that. But occasionally, I'll throw it like a joke, right? And then that becomes a, like the joke. Then it's set on screen. Then it becomes part of the deal. And so I have to go back and make sure I honor that. The big time was too. I learned a long time ago. Don't give text jokes. <laughs> like text Nevada. I was just about to say it's text, text Nevada. Text made a joke where she <laughs> and it was it was misinterpreted. It was misinterpreted. That her her code name was Nevada because her delivery was sorry. yeah because she's text making a joke and text doesn't make jokes right. and so everyone took it as you know um, her name was Nevada but it's like if you listen to the conversation she's he says what was your name text and she goes Nevada like like idiot yeah yeah <laughs> no shit so anyway um. Whenever we do this, whenever we, we, we get in discussions about writing, the same thing always comes up, especially after writing something for 10 years. People always ask, did you have all this in mind when you started? Like they see where the story has gone since it started off with two idiots talking on top of a base. They go, did you have all this in mind? You know, Did you have us planned out? It's like, did I have 10 years written before we started? No. People, people get attached to that sort of thing. They're very. It's very important to people that it's like you had this all planned out from the very beginning, right? It's like, no. Like, no, not at all. They've, they, it's said in many, many commentaries I've listened to that the script write, like gets rewritten many times in a, in a movie in, – in just a movie that you go see. It gets, rewritten, it gets written well, when it's written. I mean I, I can it's, – it's funny. I mean I can tell you like the TV framework, which is sort of like here, here's where we're at. Yeah. This is where we want to be by the end of the season. Yeah. We're going to have an arch. Okay, we're going to hit this point by episode four. We're going to hit this point by episode mm-hmm. 16. We're going to hit these points. And in between, we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, the mi- milestones. Uh-huh. Or it's like maybe it's not a season. Maybe it's three seasons. Across these three seasons is yeah, where and, we are. And you, lay, you lay seeds, right? Right, but it's like – exactly. So it's like – but it's probably different arcs, different things for different points in time I mean, throughout the history of it. I've right? re- I had a specific backstory written for like Carolina. And some of those agents, uh, but like then you discover like the the universe that you build, you hopefully build a big, a strong enough world to where you can write within it. You know that like here's a story I can tell using the universe that we've built, and I can tell a story in this. And to me, that's great. Mm-hmm. Great example is uh, Tolkien. Bilbo finds that ring in the Hobbit. He had no concept that that ring was going to be what it was and that ring is what everyone knows the series is being yeah, lord it, of the rings <laughs> it was just a ring that he found it was just a ring that made him invisible Gollum had it that's all it was I, I think it's funny in sci-fi the universe you build around is so important mm-hmm. it's so important you know and it's so cool that tolkien went back and it took i think it took him 10 years to write yeah, fellowship yeah. he went back and said what do i have and he's like what about this ring 
what if this ring is something miraculous that he found? Like it's not just I found it at the bottom of a cave and it was a way to tell riddles with a lizard man, mm-hmm. you know? It's, it's ridiculous. Or more importantly, yeah. the ring found them and willed them it's, to it's, come. It's ridiculous. There's none of that in the Hobbit. Yeah. None of that's in the Hobbit T- at all. Tolkien, like he didn't find success in anything he did until he was like 80. Isn't that crazy? But did you ever read that, pretty crazy. that other book? Uh, what was it the one that comes after the Simulacrum? That's my plan. Similarium. 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 Have you yeah. ever read that one? No, I tried. I haven't either. I've heard it's it's very dry, like almost like a history textbook. It's 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 a bizarre nature in people. They for some reason they need to take something to its like ultimate conclusion. Like you know, back to when you wrote RVB episode one, did you plan all this out? You know, as like as if they're like the, dissecting it, mm-hmm. and you know. They they just want to pick it apart. It's like that, like the nature of the way. People- but that, you know, to me, that's totally fine. Like mm-hmm. I, I love people who want to pick it apart. You know, it's like because I remember being a fan of like Enterprise, and it's like that was the way I enjoyed it. That was the way I consumed it was picking it apart. And that's why that's why I enjoyed about the Star Trek universe was like, what is this? What does that mean? How does this relate to that? Right, but does do this you make ever sense? do you ever go and ask like this stuff in Voyager? Or Enterprise was intentional back in nineteen what is it seventy? Well, you, but I, but I'd like to, and even if it wasn't intentional, maybe there's something there, and it's like, oh, that's cool. Maybe that can. Be I think thing. the thing that bothers we definitely you, living, living, we definitely living, breathing thing. We started the freelancer thing back in episode ten of season one, like established the freelancers and what the rules were and who Tex was as a part of that, and have built on that. You know, I, I think the thing that bothers people is they they they, they kind of have this in, have it in their head, like this imagination that the writers are like. You know, just kind of going willy nilly, and they say, "Oh, I put this thing here ten years ago. I'm going to use it now, and I'm going to make it up right on the spot." And they feel they feel like the made up part is what bothers them. I think. Well, you, you did something clever with, with season two, where Caboose runs behind the scene in the base, and then you use that for the back in time bit in season three. I will I say, love clever stuff. We that. have definitely put stuff in oh, that was thought of years ahead. And we stuck it in and then paid it off much, much later. We have done that, for sure. But that, that wasn't on purpose with the, the that moment. I remember right? Bruce went with the guy running by in the, in the yeah. background and then we made I remember church. Yeah. talking to Matt in season three uh-huh. or whatever, where it's like, oh, wouldn't it be great if we went back and redefined everything that happened? I remember having conversations about this. Uh-huh. Who knows where that went or whatever. But it's like recontextualizing things is great. What, what's the way? Isn't it? But it's... So but doesn't, that doesn't fall in your realm of their changing the back history as opposed to recontextualizing? Well, if it makes sense. If okay. It, if it connects. Like you know, if it connects the in a logical way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but it still fits. It doesn't have to go against what what you said. Fucking so, Book of Eli, dude. That was insane, dude. That was, yeah, that, that, I, I guess I, I, I... No, I haven't. I hear nothing but positive things yeah, about Yeah, everyone's said very good things about that. <laughs> you, so, know, the, uh, you know, to me, you know, this is kind of going back to what Monty was saying earlier maybe i don't really know but this is going to be really stupid but at the end of the day who does this story belong to right and the at the end of the day the story belongs to the fans i i, I totally believe and it. the question that they're asking when they ask that question is are you staying genuine to the original thing well that's the, what the, the question the, the other thing is is that they're coming from a a, a, a a better place than we are almost where it's like if they're a fan of something and they're looking at it as entertainment and they're engaged in it they may find things that maybe we don't find or whatever, mm-hmm. and there's that doesn't. You're that may, like, uh, there's total validity. You're to saying that. like they, they, they'll read in, things into something that's not really there. Well, you know, but if it doesn't go against canon and it makes sense or whatever, and it's entertaining or whatever, maybe there is something there. Mm. You know, it's. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like if it. If, I don't know. This sounds kind of goofy and stupid what I'm talking about, but it's like if it lives in their imagination and makes sense of the story, that's how, great. Bernie, how do you feel about it when you put something in and it's something a fan? Has like thoroughly thought out on their own. It's just 
maybe coincidence. <laughs> like that, they, they're they're almost like, hey, I thought of that. You must have found my fanfic. Well, the, 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 the other thing is, the other uh, thing is, is that I mean, there's a lot of feedback, right? So it's like, you know, yeah. almost like a thousand. I'm not sure I want to go with that. You know, honestly, the thing I worry about more than anything else in terms of writing is stuff like this, these conversations. Is that sometimes we talk about things and throw things out there, and then. Uh, I might have even said, who knows, in some interview, like talking about Carolina and some of the stuff with her. And I probably have revealed that just because, like, yeah, we had this whole backstory with Carolina and here's what she does and this is what she does, this and that. And I say it, but we're never going to show that. And then all of a sudden we hire Monty and guess what? We can show that stuff. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, shit, I said that out I remember, loud. I remember you talking about that and I remember Monty coming on board. I remember Monty saying, hey, wouldn't it be cool if we did this? <laughs> you know, exactly, right? Wouldn't it be cool if we did this? Yeah. And you're seeing the result of that, which is – that's great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We're going to do more of it by the end of the season. Yes. A lot more. A lot more. A lot more. Something I like doing now when I'm watching something is I'll go back and watch the first episode again. And I love, like, say in something like Game of Thrones, it's amazing what happens in in the first season. Like, people die and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then you go back to the first episode and you see them all, like, meeting each other. And you just think... Wow! If only you know. If only you knew what was about to happen yeah. to you. What, what this guy was saying. It's funny. And you you have a connection with that show. That like yeah. To, that that's exactly great. Yeah. You know? So like you watch the first episode episode again. You see like little Joffrey walking in. It's like fucking this guy. Fucker. This guy is gonna screw your world up. <laughs> And yeah, then, the, the, and the then, betrayal character is always interesting when you go back and watch and you see the betrayal character and you're like, you fucking dick. Yeah. They're even worse in video games when you're helping them and you're like, <laughs> and the, and but that's, that's, that's great. That's, 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 the guy who plays Joffrey must be a really good actor or he must be a really huge dick in real life. Good luck getting a part after that that's not a complete prick. The, it also makes like, stuff like that where you see people meeting and stuff. It makes me worried. Like, it's like, what if I've met the person who murders me already? Like, what oh. if I know someone who's, who, you know. One day will kill me. Maybe in thirty years' time, it's like yeah, I'm if mur- only I knew I'm, now. I'm gonna murder you. Yeah, I'm saying you <laughs> probably have met that but person. Honestly, when I murder you, we're gonna be having fun. Yeah, yeah. We'll have a good time. Not in a weird way. <laughs> Matt and I were just talking about that about York and Wyoming. Mm-hmm. It's like how many people remember that? You go watch Out of Mind. That York, is Wyoming kills York. That yeah. is the, <laughs> that, that is the weird thing about Red versus Blue, and sort of the great thing I think about Red versus Blue is that there are definite like huge moments but it's like it was kind of buried because if you go back and you look at that little mini series that was done that is not as popular as what's going on now mm-hmm. but you know what the stuff that happened back then hugely significant oh absolutely you That's know we started all, like, the, all the reconstruction stuff yeah right and it's almost like a lot of fans that i talk to when i'm at boost or whatever like oh yeah no i just started watching it's like oh well you there's you should go back and look at this <laughs> you'll really like it or whatever but I try to make it so that key important points aren't more than one season away. Backstory stuff and, and, and framework is layered throughout, but like I try not to like call back like in a way that's supposed to be important. Like you're supposed to have some rea- emotional reaction to something that happens on screen or is said that that can't be too far away from that moment because I just recognize that people haven't watched entirely all ten years. I think in ter- I think in terms of story, it's yeah. important that that's all honored. But like something is like keeps hitting me in the face where it's like we come across new fans who's like, oh, I haven't watched mm-hmm. all that. I'm just watching this. It's um. I'm talking plot wise, character wise. I I go all the way back to day one because those characters have been built up for so long. You have yeah, to. yeah, you have to honor. It's, it's funny yeah. for me, like all of these story arcs. I think of how much 
Red vs. Blue has grown and Rooster Teeth has grown along the way. And I think of technical milestones that we've hit in all of these projects. Like, I remember when we did Outer Mind specifically, that's the first time we started capturing in HD. HD. And we had to start, like, we had to build up our internal framework. Like, oh, shit, we need faster hard drives. We need to learn how to do this. Mm-hmm. We started doing that. And now we've gotten to the point where with Season 10, we have a render farm here. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, we have people working, spinning stuff out to a farm. And we're like, oh, awesome. You know, we're getting 70 frames an hour out of the render farm. <laughs> there, we're there, doing great. <laughs> there are certain choices that are made. On, in this story, based on ten years' history, oh yeah, and um, their artistic choices, and for a lot of the fans who haven't been around ten years, those artistic choices based on ten years are not relevant. But they're not relevant. They're not relevant. But they're honest, and so it that still comes across. I think a longer term fan will appreciate it on that level, but another one will just say that's you know it's a good performance. It also it also I, I mean when you meet a person today, you know he has twenty thirty years of history to himself that makes him who he is. But you don't know what those are. You're just seeing what's presented in front of you. Our longest, most laid-out choice and reveal was episode 16 of Reconstruction, the big twist that happens there. And it was such a long arc for that that we actually had to do flashbacks and show it because it wasn't in that season. Flashbacks to season five. Season three. Season three. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think it might have been season two. Yeah. Yeah, we went all the way back. So we had to show that stuff in flashback. Just because it was like it was not current, like you, we had to bring people up to speed and find like a way to very do that quickly. Yeah. yeah, you did have to cut and just deleted scenes on season six about Tex because she's just not a relevant character to that to that season. Nope. Yet at the same yeah. time, she's a hugely relevant character to, to Church. Mm-hmm. Well, you you know, Reconstruction very, must been, have been a really hard choice. I didn't know that people were going to like Reconstruction because it was so different. This is season six of Red vs. we were talking about. It was so different from everything else. I I just wanted to make it a story. And that's why I had a villain and yeah. it had a hero and it was just an encapsulated story and it was it was prepared to not do that anymore. You keep going back to story mm-hmm. to your credit, which is fine. But like some of the stuff isn't story related. Like yeah. some of the choices have nothing to do with story, but they're significant choices. There and was, I really almost shouldn't even talk about this because I can't get into it. There's, sure. Okay. But it's sort of like – I'm talking about execution. There's, yeah. Where there are choices made on how it's going to be executed based on going 10 years back and that's maybe not relevant There's whatsoever. It's not story-based. Yeah. It's execution-based. Why don't you tell me what you're talking about and we can just cut it if we can't <laughs> tell it. No, no, no. no. I'm, I'm very drunk right now. Okay. okay. There's also but, some... But, uh, there's, you, are you talking about acting? Well, I'm talking about part of that, yeah. Talk about it. I mean, I'm there's, talking about the execution. I'm talking about stuff that's not story-based. I mean, there's, I'm talking about acting. I'm talking about... Animation? How it's delivered, yeah. Okay. I mean... I okay, know. sure. Are you talking about the thing we did recently? Potentially. Okay, okay. Now I know what you're there's, about. There's some tough seasons. Six is tough. Like one particularly, I just I just don't know how you could have gotten around it, is when like Caboose was knocked out and uh, Wash, you know, is like, do you have a doctor? I'm like, no. It's like, he walks off and then Simmons is like, hey, why don't you do the ghost thing? It's like, that just, if you're not familiar, that totally comes out from the left side. That's true. That's true. But I mean, it's like, at some point it's like, it's, I can't. I always said I can't also, write also, this thing for people who don't let, watch it. Let, I, have to, write, and, I and, have to write the show. Let me, for let me to watch ask you a weird question. Do you think there are people who listen to the podcast that don't watch Red vs. Blue? Yes. Absolutely. Wow, this is going to be really confusing for them. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, my theory, my theory in that. Well, this is a very special. Surprise, surprise. This is a very special podcast for RVB fans. We, we are. You can just pick that up and hang it up. 
We are we, not. We, you know, we never talk about our review. On we are not TV. This is yeah. not TV. Yeah. We don't have to write stuff like it's TV. We can. This is a ten-year serial storyline. If you took that to a TV show, we're going to have ten. I, and every every episode I, depends on the last one. They, agree would, more. they would say you can't put this on the air. Couldn't agree more. But yeah. it, but it's funny. Even we were talking about earlier about TV schedules. Even now, TV schedules are different from what they were three years ago. You know, but it's like you're you're absolutely right. Yeah. I mean, and my thing is, is like I can write the show so it's accessible and people can just watch one episode and that's it. But why bother writing something for the people that don't watch it? Write right. it for the people that watch it. And if you look, if you're confused, you have ten years. Good for you that well, you can watch. This, that's, it's like what watch. we always talk about when we discover something late in its run. We're like, now is this is the greatest well, yeah. thing ever because I can go back and watch yeah, yeah, hours. Yeah. Of, let me finish. I'm Fuck, sorry, dude, I'm sorry, please. Sorry. You're driving me nuts. <laughs> God, Michael got drunk. Let anybody finish? It's been two <laughs> weeks for me. Michael got really drunk in last week's podcast and wouldn't let him finish. Sorry, sorry. Uh, so then you can discover it and go back and you have you know ten years worth of entertainment you can get caught up on, and that's that's the thing that we love about about finding something late in its because run. Because now everything's on demand. So, yes. So why do people keep complaining that the episodes are too short? Oh, they just want more, Monty. It's a totally different discussion. <laughs> yeah, I think that, that, yeah. that, that's a good complaint. That, that's a good complaint. Oh, it's true. And well, those, those are the people who watch it day to day or week to week. As a person who makes the animated scenes, uh, it's hard. It's hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys are here all hours. It's crazy. I, I just rewrote something last night. I'm going to pitch that here in a minute, oh, Monty. God damn it. <laughs> that's true. No, no, I'll fucking, fucking bring it on. I don't care. It's true. I'm, I'm, I don't, it's, it's, a, it's a miracle I'm even sitting right here. It, it, historically, <laughs> for the writing of Red vs. Blue, the endings, especially like there's, there's a lot of... Uh, tend to be like more emotional. They don't happen very often, but there's usually typically like kind of a wrap-up emotional moment tie-up uh, that'll happen two episodes before the end or something like that. Mm. And those usually kind of cook, you know, kind of like are kind of murky for a little while, and they all come together once we start making the show. And it's like, okay, this is what we need to do for that moment. Mm-hmm. So, What is your favorite visual gag that you've done? Because when we were talking about that, I was just reminded of that moment where Church's body falls over. <laughs> I think and how funny that was. That was Nathan did that. It's funny. That was really funny. When what, it just what, like falls over like a mannequin. Yeah, my, my favorite <laughs> visual gag of all time is when uh, Washington's approaching the red base. It's, it's like early on in his introduction and Sarge has that cut out that comes forward and it's like, what is this? And it turns out to be Sarge actually standing there. <laughs> oh, right. I mean, yeah, he like, comes up like a thing and then actually really yeah. there, There's a funny joke that we kind of went... Like, not everyone saw it, but it was when Caboose was guarding the wrong base or something like that. I thought it was pretty funny. He was, yeah. like, watching the opposite base. <laughs> well, everyone's facing the yeah, he's like, watch, <laughs> They tell him to go watch his base, and he watches the wrong base. Or he tells, they tell him to watch Red Base, and he watches his own. But uh, the, the, the thing about Episode 2, Re- Reconstruction 2, is, like, we had the cardboard cutouts. That's, like, one of the silliest things we've ever shown. And it was just, like, cause we had to have that because once we started introducing the Blood Gulch characters back into this thing, the first episode was so plot-driven that we knew there was going to be a gut reaction to it. And even after that episode, people go, this show is so much more serious now. It's like we just showed cardboard cutouts <laughs> popping up that turn into real people. I mean, it's like, how much more silly could you get? And then I guess I think my favorite visual effect um, that I ever did, I guess, because it was a, machin- a purely machinima one, uh, was – it always makes me laugh, though, when – Church shoots the meta, and he has that unbelievable ricochet shot, and everybody's looking and watching, oh, it yeah, yeah. and watching it ricochet all over. Then it finally hits the meta in the leg. I don't know why. I remember it, that, that was laugh. that was a bitch to coordinate the head turns. <laughs> oh yeah, it always is. It always is. <laughs> I feel bad about talking now. Joe's been sitting quietly, like just looking around. Feel free to chip in. No, I'm, I'm really bad about that. <laughs> I was, no, don't get self-conscious about that. No, I'm that. Totally, yeah. totally self-conscious. Getting yelled at by Gus is, you know, it's a, a it's, of passage. It's a, it's a daily thing. While yeah. I was waiting to come in here, I guess there was a meeting in here before, I was just walking around, I was looking at that picture of Joel on the, the poster for the schedule. You, When was that? What year was that? 
Oh, it was a long time ago. Why do I look like Matt Damon in that picture? You haven't aged very much. No. What is your... Like, I have that Dick Clark thing where I'm just going to be like, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. Dead. (laughs) (laughs) You look exactly the same. Your hair's a bit more swooshy in that that photo, which is, I guess, a sign of the I can even put that in perspective for the difference between us. Like, that... When he took that photo, that was the same year that I did that Adam Sandler interview. Wow. how different I look. Holy crap. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Hmm. Yeah, he looks like a totally different person. You look identical. Yeah. I'm actually oh, looking at the looking at the poster right now. I'm actually a little freaked out about it myself. Actually, I'm not I'm sure what to do about it. You're scared? I'm scared about talking now. Oh, I feel, God, yeah, I feel so bad. It can't be really? any worse than last week's. Well, podcast. I'm a little drunk. Gus, what is it? You this power you have last, on him? Last, <laughs> last, last week was four drunk people. Right, Gus is Gus is the man because <laughs> you know he's drunk now. Gus is my man. Two drunk buddies in a bar now. I feel bad. I love you, man. No, no, no. It's like I, I got like we have had some hard days. On the road, Joel and I travel a lot together. Yeah, and, and some, some, some even harder nights. Work. <laughs> Joel, Joel and I had a really good trip this time. Where we took a trip together just recently. We had a really good time. That was a fun trip, and and uh, that might have been the most fun I have had with this company in ten years. He was like a kid in a candy store. Dude. It was like, he was yes. having a blast. It was hard, but it was fun. Well, that, now this is creepy, right? Because you can't use the word hard. <laughs> You've ruined it now. Eric, Joel, well, take a drink out of my cup. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't wait to see the end result of uh, of that trip. I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, it should be badass. Uh, I keep touching this because I keep meaning to bring it up. We have uh, new girl shirts that are coming out in the Rishi store. And uh, there's some pretty cool ones. And we have uh, the, the sections being expanded. They were taking photos of that yesterday. They were you know, yeah. I like the, it's not me, it's you. What? Oh, yeah. what, what happened on that photo shoot yesterday? Because uh, we had all basically all the females em- uh, employees of the company Modeling the shirts, yeah, they are way better looking than us, dude. I they mean, are they, way better. Lo- all of them, yeah. <laughs> they are all like yesterday. They were taking pictures, and it's like, wh- where did all the hot people come I from? I think the difference there was, is there was not a bad picture in that bunch. The difference is, I think they take care of themselves. What I understand is that how guys can, how straight guys can be a judge of how good looking another guy is. Like you were asking me one day, who do you think is the best looking guy in the office? I have no idea. I'm, the, I'm the worst judge. I don't know if someone's ugly or not. But you seem so, to have like a good radar for that. So who are you most likely to bang then? What, what, what was the wait, conclusion? Wait, 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 Gavin, 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 Gavin. At Pax East, you got fairly drunk, and you were like, "Oh, let's go with this story." Okay. <laughs> Monty, it's about three months of Monty on the podcast. You're about to pay off right here. It's, it's, always, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's always funny when dudes get together and just yeah, like, if you had to, Pax, Pax East. We're at the party, the Jeff Williams party. I was dancing, doing my thing. You, Gavin looks concerned. You, you <laughs> come up to me, fairly drunk, and you're like, Monty. I'm not attracted to dudes, but if I had a boner for you, it's really trying right now. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I don't even know what that means. And then, if I had a boner for you, it's really trying right now. And then you like you, you gestured your finger like it was like it was like like a, a you know it's just like twitching like trying right. to trying to bonify itself but not not functioning. <sighs> Oh my god! My jeans too tight or something? That's <laughs> awesome! No, no, no. We've we've all had that. Eventually, you, you have that conversation where you get drunk enough and you're just like, "Go on, you're a good guy. <laughs> you don't smell like onions too much." Go on. If I had to, go on. If I was forced to at gunpoint, I, if I had to make a choice, go on. Who would it be? I think part of it was you know I was dressed particularly well. Something I've been doing recently. And well, then- you're. The mocap suit is, you know, I was doing my dancing and apparently, you know, the hidden side of Gavin comes out, you know, drinking and partying and it, was the, it was the dance that enraptured me. <laughs> <laughs> I spotted him across the dance floor. Just 
gravitated towards him. <laughs> we were, we were this, this, man. Was this, this was this was Pax East. This was Pax It had to be Pax East. Yeah. This podcast has suddenly turned into like a slash fan fiction. <laughs> oh this God. is a. I'm I'm very I'm extremely happy to be a guy. Guys are disgusting. Guys are fucking like, gross. Like Jack. Let's just say it. Let's go ahead and say it. Jack is gross. I was saying that like making out with Jack must be like dunking your face in a tumbleweed. Or <laughs> like, ha- like I I'm I'm I get to make out with women. I'm so lucky. <laughs> I know. No, it, that, that, it's funny, right? You, you think to yourself. How can women possibly do yeah. this? This the, is and all of like to, the parts have they and everything. Seen us? Yeah, you want to? Not attractive. Do you want to hear something horrible though? Got all hair. The I, I, had, I had someone once say something to me one time that stopped me in my tracks, and it's a, a girl who dates girls. And I said this to her. I said, "I would never. I feel bad for you as a woman that you have to date guys and you have to go with guys." So. I understand my choice because I'm lucky. I'm a guy. I just get to date girls, and that's awesome. And she looked at me square in the eye, and she goes, yes, but you'll never know what it's like to be a girl and kiss another girl. Oh, that must and be oh. I said, fuck you for wow. telling me that. That must it's be It's like every time softest. she does that, it's like a poster. That's like the that's two, like, things, two things haunt me in my life, but the spit string, and that's the <laughs> That's like the twist in a movie. It's like... <laughs> I was like, you fucking I never, I never even considered that. You recontextualized that is, everything. That is fantastic. Yeah. That, that gives me new hope. It's like... It, it I, must I be that. like one of the softest... Like a... Like a kitten walking on a bed it's of like kittens. Butter- <laughs> it's like two butterflies being smashed together. <laughs> so you know I'm a guy. <laughs> Smash, buff. Like the two fists. Impact. Two Ooh, that fists was like a, like a punch like butterfly. That was really smashing. loud. You punched your own fist? I'm too bony to do that without it hurting. But. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh my god, it's right! Oh my god. You gotta, you gotta take a picture of that. Hey, no, you gotta fuck. fluff it up. You gotta fluff it up. It's What's up, internet? Hey, buddy, hold still. I'm gonna take. Make sure you <laughs> make sure you send that picture to Lindsay for the link. You know, up. every everyone everyone who does that guy, everyone who does walk, should have that beard just... on. They should all have the beard on. Daryl, God, it's Jack. <laughs> all right. Well, we we need on that note. We need to wrap up. Jack is turning. Do we, do we really need to wrap up? I think it's just getting good. No, we need to wrap up. No, Gavin I... wants to talk about dudes. No, no we no. are wrapping up. We, we need to promise more Gavin right, this stories. Is, this is the one time I am allowed to. By the way. That never happened. What, what, all that's the Monty said. I don't remember that. So as far as I'm concerned, that's I we, I had to say though, we also just saw footage of me and you. <laughs> you not can't talk to me like, without like, every word is like blowing the beard. I was my Jack dude, beard wearing that. wearing that Gavin Ellis wearing that beard has got to be like drinking a couple of spits. <laughs> pretty gross. Gross. You but, look like that dude in Lord of the Rings, the dwarf guy. We saw footage. We saw footage online of me and you. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not, filming this now. It's not I can't take that. Not, girls, have to, <laughs> girls have to kiss that. Girls have to kiss that. <laughs> not being Joe, inappropriate. Ma- make out with Bernie right now. Tell me what it's Yo, like. Get out of here. Gross. Like Muppet. Not being inappropriate. We, were, we saw footage of ourselves, <laughs> and you did not remember the footage of us being taken. What was so, that? What was that footage? With the, where we, it, we were recreating the Matrix bullet time scene. And neither you know I remember. I don't remember us even watching this. <laughs> Being filmed. Gross. <laughs> the thing's all in your mouth. That's fucking disgusting. You need to trim it. Is that from China? You have dog hair in your <laughs> Okay, everyone. Well, thanks for listening. I love it. <laughs>